welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of RNG PC. Thank you so much for clicking on us and, uh, what? Oh, sorry. I'm trying to do something. I, I didn't think that'd make What the hell's the matter with you? I was just my dice out. I didn't think it'd make that much noise. Keep going, keep going. Welcome to RNG PC. We are currently in looking for another co-host <laughs> to replace the one that I currently have. Um, we are a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but we are not like most D&D shows. There is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We create random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. We are all about the storytelling and the role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my ex-co-host, Jake. Ex. Wow, this is awkward. I hate How's that, it going? I hate that this is how I'm finding out. I thought the <laughs> well, mic was muted. I'm sorry. I was just dumping out my dice. <laughs> Please, not like this. <laughs> yep. Well, that's the last straw. Oh, well. You know what? I'll, I have... I'll get you a glass straw, so it'll last longer. A glass one? Yeah. What if I crush it in my teeth, and I swallow a piece of glass, and it wreaks all sorts of havoc, and I die? That's on you. Why would you... Are you the Grinch? Why are you trying to eat a glass straw? It could be an accident. An accident? This is thick glass. You're not going to accidentally break through... Have you ever used a glass straw? Or are you just a heathen out here killing all the sea turtles? I mean, I have paper... Well, I don't, I don't own any paper straws, yeah, but paper straws I live in Ferndale, Berkeley, Royal Oak area, which is, you know, hipster Michigan, USA. So paper straws at all the bars. And I, we've got a handful of uh, metal straws at my home. Yeah. I mean, the... I'm also not a big straw user. I'm not a pussy. I put my glass wow. in my mouth to the glass. I'm sorry. Just knowing you, I thought you would suck more. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm more of a just put it all in my mouth right away kind of person. We're talking about innuendos. <laughs> Making this All uncomfortable right. for everyone. <laughs> Before we get ourselves in trouble, which I feel like I say once a week. <laughs> um, last week we launched our Patreon. Exciting. Factual. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't, did you want more from me? Alexa, air horn. God, I hate you. Is that what we wanted? But I didn't, see, we didn't coordinate that. We got to plan that better. Well, go check it out. Our Patreon <laughs> is patreon.com slash rngpc. Um, everything that's up there should be the way it is for a while. We've spent a lot of time trying to figure out just how it's going to exist. So yeah, you know, we're, this is our first, yeah. first figuring it out as we go, like most people yeah, do. Yeah, we're making it up as we go, and it might be a little different than what we were originally talking about, but like it's organic, and we'll keep you guys updated if any changes do happen. And if you guys have any feedback... We're here for it. Like we would love to yeah. see how you guys are, and uh, reacting and or experiencing what we're, we're we're doing out there. So yeah, let us know. We're our main thing is we want to entertain you guys while we're also entertaining ourselves. So yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. um, so I got a question for you this week before we dive into it. You ready? I I, I am. wanted to ask you this for a while, but it's been in my back pocket. Nathan, you're already married. I'm sorry, I can't. It's throwing off my hip alignment sitting on this for so long. Yeah, like well, a I, wallet. I, I I won't I won't share you. Either you're well, all mine well, or that's what makes you think that's my question. But, but I think we all. I don't even know. know where you, I don't even I don't even know where you are right now. Are you trying to? Th- <laughs> it's my question. Will you marry me? Is that? What oh you're my god, Nathan! I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> what is an example of a real person, living or dead, yeah. with a twenty or higher in an ability score? Okay, good question. Um, well, just to recap, like, so what 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 this means, like, the ability scores <clears throat> on range from zero to fucking whatever, super high, like, you can go up to 30, 20. I guess. 20 is the highest you can do without magically in 
changing it or something. Yeah. But just okay. just to, to give people, I guess, I don't know, some perspective, 10 is supposed to be average, right? 10 is the average human, like, oh, wow. And so for, like, strength, your average strength or dexterity, you know, you can yeah. go up two stairs at a time, maybe. I don't know. But, like, <clears throat> nothing crazy. So, I don't know. This is a good question. Um, I guess strength would be the easiest one just to start with, right? You look at someone like The Rock or, like, even just some professional athletes and like yeah like easily has 20 strength because i mean the rock squats a lot <laughs> yeah i mean i would say so yeah i would give the rock a 20 in strength um i would give that that um shit i forget where he's from the iceland guy who played the mountain in game of thrones oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's definitely mm-hmm. a 20 in strength he's yep. a machine mm-hmm. i would say a lot of athletes to be honest don't have a 20 in strength yeah well it's because you don't need to in certain things like if you look at I don't know who's a, a really good like Patrick Mahomes, right? If anyone's a football yeah. fan, he's, he doesn't have a twenty in strength by any means. I, I think maybe in dexterity, he's closer. He has a higher dexterity because he's super elusive and fast and like uh-huh. able to move like that. But I would even say like that, he's just well rounded. And to be well rounded doesn't mean you have a twenty necessarily in any one of those things. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I would agree with you. Not all professional athletes are super, you know, like oh damn, watch out for that guy. Um, but let's see, like, so what's some of the other more difficult? Like, I think where it would be a little difficult is when getting into the mental <laughs> stats, I guess. <laughs> Maybe constitution would be a tough one. I would say Travis Barker has a 20 in constitution. Oh, Jesus. He survived a plane <laughs> crash. He Harrison did. Ford has a 20 in constitution. No. He crashes his own plane the, like once a year. Harrison Ford has a 20 in just old man fucking uh uh stubbornness that's what he has goddamn 20 (laughs) travis barker maybe because i mean also just because constitution also means like when you're having to hold your breath underwater whatever your constitution modifier is that's how many minutes you can hold your breath for so someone that can just put their body to the extreme and i would agree travis barker yeah like even just watching him play live he like the guy looks like a skeleton up there but he's just able to go and just go and just go and like yeah it's insane to watch him go so yeah i i would i would throw his hat in the ring for having a 20 constitution you, you and i joked before that um it would be sweet like like a, you and i you and i's probably like favorite fantasy tour mm-hmm. would be blink 182 and all of the subsets of that so it'd be blink 182 <laughs> boxcar racer plus 44 angels and airwaves and then we also like when you and i were discussing that a while back it made me realize that the only time Travis Barker would get a break during that is during Angels and Airwaves songs. Yep. He's and involved in every single one of those projects. Yeah. It's because he, <laughs> he, the guy's fucking crazy. The guy does everything. I mean, he's great. And like, yeah, so the more we talk about him, the more I just want, want to hang out with Travis Barker. <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> I'd, I'd hang out with Travis Barker. Okay. So um, he's got a 20 in Constitution. Uh, let's move on. So what's, what's the next? Uh, de- I mean, who do we think decks wise? I would almost go with a gymnast. If you look at someone. Like, um, like some how do you, is her name Simon or Simone? I'm I'm not who the short little girl, um, the Olympic athlete who, that won all those medals. Yeah, U.S. gymnast, uh, Olympic athlete. I'm pretty sure it's like Simone Biles or something like that, but I might be mispronouncing her first name. Sure. Um. Da, da, da. What's her name? Whatever. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. Simone. Yeah. Okay. So there's an E at the end. So it's okay. Simone. Simone Biles. She okay. definitely, she's sure. a beast. I was trying to think of the the one, I think her last name is Johnson. She's not as, she's not as new. I think she was in like the 2008 or 2010 Olympics, whichever one was the summer one. <clears throat> um, who has the, like the, had the, the picture online of that side smirk or whatever. 
Um, yeah. yeah, that's who <laughs> I can't remember her name though. Um, so like maybe dexterity wise, like looking at like them and being able to be so flexible and agile. Um, so yeah, let's then want to get in, is intelligence next. Yep, intelligence would be next that we haven't covered. Um, so I always get confused, like I always say, with intelligence and wisdom. Yeah. Um, so we don't have to spend too much time on this. Sure. But would you say, would you put someone who, like, invented something under intelligence or wisdom? It depends how they invented it. So, because intelligence means you are able to pick up other things and learn, like, you you put the research and the time in to study it. Wisdom kind of just means you're able to, like, you can, like, like the difference here would be, like, a Steve Jobs versus Wozniak type thing. Wozniak okay. was the intelligence-based, smart, understanding how it all worked, whereas Steve Jobs was the, yeah, but how are people going to want this? Like, what is the right gotcha. way to give it to people? So, like, they both understood very different – they were both very smart, but did it in very different ways, right? Gotcha. <clears throat> and so, so intelligence, I would say, is more like an Albert Einstein, right? Where, like, sure, it okay. came naturally to him, but, like, he still – I guess he was bored in school. But, like, <laughs> but like he, he still pushed the boundaries of stuff and, like – actually discovered and invented things based on learned knowledge and not just innate okay. knowledge cool so i like your answer for intelligence and wisdom we're just going to stick with the steve jobs and uh wozniak because uh, i don't have any input sure. so let's finish up let's finish up with charisma okay um charisma to me is the easiest one and uh, maybe i'm mudding the waters with i don't know but i the people that jumped in my head with charisma are like comedians i think robin mm-hmm. williams has a 20 in charisma mm-hmm. Um, before you and I started recording, we had a little bit of a discussion that we halted early. So I, I would want to say that Eminem has a 20 in charisma, Yeah, but you slightly See, disagree. I do. I do disagree because I think he is very talented and I think he, he's a great performer, but I think he's sh- like, <clears throat> so when you say 20 in charisma and charisma is one, I think that is fun to break down and look into because it, it goes into different types of checks and like stats within the actual character. And yeah. so like some of those are persuasion some of those are intimidation some of those are deception some of those are performance and i think he he is good at the performance end and maybe even the intimidation end but i he's not very he's kind of (laughs) awkward like as an individual when he's not like in his eminem persona like as marshall mathers he does not have a 20 charisma (laughs) he is no and like and so that's where it's like it kind of falls short whereas i agree with you with the robin williams because if you look at him every aspect of those different types of charisma stats he excels at he is a very Mm -hmm. good performer he's a i would even say he could be intimidating (laughs) not in like a necessarily a physical way but just an overall energy and persona way and how he would like just his presence would be intimidating um yeah and then as far as persuasion i mean he could I'm I'm sure in a debate be very just like persuasive when trying to I don't know change someone's mind or be whatever just with his words and then I mean he, he's very rather I mean most comedians that are are funny in some way shape or form do deceive people <laughs> with the the yeah. like the mask that they put on so like I agree that Robin Williams is probably a better example than Marshall Mathers or Eminem um, with having like a twenty charisma but like yeah no I, I think Robin Williams is probably who I would say more so and awesome. him and Jim Carrey. Yeah, so I don't want to talk about this too much because, going to be honest to you and the listeners, this is going to be a recycled intro topic because <laughs> I think there's a there's always something new. I think someone can bring, especially if we get, like for guests, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. So you'll hear us talk about this again. If you have any opinions, feel Ooh, free yeah. to reach out, out to us on social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. 
is um, at RNG underscore PC. We'd love to hear your input on this idea as well. Yeah, this, so. would, this would be cool too in our Patreon and the Discord uh, to start up like a conversation in there about what people think and kind of just like going back and forth and having being able to give that reactions of what they think about this. So we should look at putting that on yeah. there as well. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. So let's, uh, it's your character this week, right? Ah, uh, yep. Yes, it All is. Right, cool. I was going to do the joke of like, oh no, I forgot. And I was like, I think we've done that joke. I don't, I don't know. I do the, it a lot. Yeah. It's yeah, recycled. It's not, but you know, <laughs> actually in this time when I was doing some research, I did find a really cool, interesting fact that is completely unrelated to any of this, but, um, <laughs> the Navy, the Norwegian Navy from, from Norway, they, they do this cool thing on the side of their ships where they have, uh, barcodes on the side of them. Shut the fuck up. Let's go into this next uh, building. <laughs> Don't you want to know why, Nathan? Don't you no, want to know why? No, not at all, why? and neither do our listeners. I think they might. I think everyone's a little just curious how... Just get it out so we can move forward. What's the answer? It's for so you can organ- Scandinavian? <laughs> why you gotta, God, that was so good, Jake. Why you gotta take my, 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 my moment? <laughs> yes, it's so they can organize in Scandinavian. <laughs> it's funny, damn it. Roll the music. All right. All right. Now that so, we've calmed down from the laughter of the audience because of how hilarious that joke was, I'm not calm. You know, you you know, if you didn't use that on me like last week, I may have been like, "Why? There's barcodes? What?" And you could have easily set it up and gotten me actually upset on on live air. But uh, you fucked up by using it already. I know it's one of my favorite dad jokes, and I just wanted to share it with the world. Currently, it's you're welcome. What can I say besides you're welcome? <laughs> <laughs> Speak. I'm gonna use that boat. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> Centered. Anyways, yeah, I brought a character this week. Sweet, I'm gonna click on it for the first time. Do it. I think this is fun to do sometimes. Sure. It's like oh a, my god, this I is mean, so not, crazy. I can't really believe not. we're gonna do this. No, it's pretty straightforward. It's not that crazy. You I'm, spelled trauma wrong. I did. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm sorry that I. I'm sorry that I bash your intelligence no, all the time. I will constantly make the argument that words are made up. And as long as you understand what I meant, then that word has succeeded at what his job was. Um, but okay, yeah. What no. I hate about what I hate about your argument is words are made up. Is I don't counter argue it because at some point they were made up and given meaning, and then it's like where did Dude, it all begin? But then I've, that's way too philosophical for my brain to wrap my head around. I so. feel like I've brought this up to you before, but have you ever read the book Frindle? No. Well. Listeners, if look it up. It's like an elementary school level book. I had to read it in like sixth grade or some shit. It's really cool. It's about essentially this rebellious kid that makes up a new word for a pen just because he wants to prove that words are made up, and it's great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyways, so this week um, I decided I wanted to check another unused class off of our list that we have not done yet. Awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, so I decided. I guess we'll start with this. Um, it's not how I ordered it, but since I led with that, um, sorcerer. We have not made a sorcerer yet, so I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's make a sorcerer. Um, they're okay. a, a magic caster. They're different than bards and or wizards, and that or druids even. Tell me how. Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> how they're different is that their magic is innate to them, and it comes from some sort of event or lineage or something that happened to them that gets passed down whereas like wizards they learn it from a book and it's like harry potter they can study it and get better at it bards it's through the inspiring people and 
uh, music and like the way that moves and, and makes people do things. Um, Druids is through their connection. To the music, music. Is that, is that Rihanna? No, I don't think that's Rihanna. That's someone else. I'm wrong, and I'm sorry, all the Rihanna stands out there that are upset at me right now. Um, but and then Druids, you know, their mu- their their music, their magic comes from their connection to nature. Their sorcerers are is usually more from a place of like this mystery and not always being aware of where it actually comes from, and it can lead to different types of intrigue in their backstory and or different like perks so one of the things i will want to roll on later is the origin like because there are some within the books that are kind of like the subclass essentially you know how like bards can have different colleges of music that they study wizards can have different types of um schools that they're better at it's yeah so that'll be fun and that'll be a big part of the the backstory um and then um I also wanted to bring a feature this week, which is something we've never really, I don't think, talked about um, on in this because they're not usually a big part of the backstory. They're usually something for, like, in actual gameplay. They'll give you some advantage to certain dice rolls or different little, I don't know, things here or there that make you better at certain skills. But, yeah, so let's, let's just um, touch on that a little bit more. Do you mind if I just kind ahead. of explain yeah. a feat from my perspective? Yes, please do. Um Awesome, cool. So, like Jake brought up, there there's one, there's a couple ways to get a feat, and that's is it actually short for feature, right? Yeah. Yes, I, I'm I'm waiting for a feet, foot joke in here somewhere. I was gonna make one, but I I felt like <laughs> since I brought it, it would be weird. But thank you for not forcing it because yeah. if you force it, it's really bad. I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Ah, uh, there it is. Okay. Okay, foot and mouth disease is a thing. <laughs> don't let your kids eat bad stuff. I don't know. I'm not a parent. Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. So, <laughs> so just to give you an example, a human, if you choose the race of human, you can start off by picking a feat, which, like Jake said, is a special ability that gives you a special thing right out of the gate. Um, it can either increase an ability score or it can give you something cool you can play with from a role play or combat perspective. You can also choose a feat, what, every three levels? Third level, sixth level? Or is it four levels? I, it's it's any time you can potentially improve your ability scores. I'm not sure exactly when that is. But instead of improving gotcha. your ability score, you can choose a feat. Yeah. Um, which I still feel like, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to talk. <laughs> For anyone who's never played D&D, what I'm saying probably makes no sense. It's... Um, but every third or fourth level, yeah. if you're leveling a character, every third or fourth level, I don't remember which one, you get a choice. You can either increase an ability two ability scores by one. One ability score by two, or choose a feat and yeah. not increase your ability yeah. scores. And I think part um, of the reason that's kind of what this means. Yeah, and that's part of the reason we've never really, I think, focused on them here or brought them in is because again, it's usually more of a dice rolling mechanic. But as I was kind yeah. of like looking through them, I was like, there are some that are kind of fun. That are these little mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> like there's one that's called Keen Mind. Or essentially just means you have a photographic memory. You can remember anything you've seen within the past month. You always know which Don't direction. Don't you know where north is? Yep. You always know which direction yeah. is north. You always know exactly what time of the day it is. And again, it's like, that's something that, that like, there could be backstory elements to that, right? There could be like a, why is this a thing? Oh, he was just a really good Boy Scout or some shit. I don't fucking know. Like, you know, and so there's ways we could play with it because there's certain times. It's also, Go ahead. It's also really fun to fuck with your DM by saying, <laughs> which way is north? Or what time is it right now? Because normally that shit doesn't matter. But it's like, huh. I want to know what time it is. DM, what time is it? Yep, yep. And it just really puts the <laughs> onus on them to come up with it. <laughs> um, yep. the, but then there's some that are more dice-focused. like focused. One's called Lucky, which essentially just means anytime, you, like, 
once per day, you can re-roll any D20 roll that you roll. Again, th- what is the backstory element to that one? Eh, who knows? Yeah. It's not as, like, it's a little weirder, but, yeah. And so, th- so, hold on. It's any roll or any w- one? Is the is the halfling lucky different than the feature lucky? Yes, the halfling feature gotcha. of lucky says any one that you roll, you can re-roll. And that's not just once per day. That is any one. <laughs> Some people will argue that's broken. Um, but... <laughs> There's the lucky feature that anyone can take. You don't have to be a halfling. That allows you once per day. I think it's once per day, or maybe it's a certain number of times per day. You can re-roll any d20 roll. It doesn't have to be a one. You can just, but you re-roll it before the DM tells you the outcome of whatever. Gotcha. Um, and again, like I said, that one's probably a little bit more difficult to have like a backstory element to. Um, well, you could be like my buddy. Um, I'll use his real name because who cares? Kyle, who has luck blood. That cocksucker wins at fucking everything he'll go to some <laughs> shithole dive bar play Wait, you're keno, talking real life out with like yeah okay real life he'll go to some like shithole bar and play some keno and win like 200 bucks it's like who does that but in my friend group we always joke that um as a result of his luck blood he's just gonna die in some tragic and horrific way <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that's how the universe is gonna level it out i mean that's fair it's just it's just how it has to everything everything goes back to normal perfectly balanced as all things should be Oh. Um, but yeah, so that's what feats are. And so this week I wanted to bring one. And as Nathan had kind of brought up earlier, in order to kind of do that just organically, I brought the race of human because I've decided ah. instead of going with the normal standard human build, I'm going to go with the variant one, which allows you to bring a feat and improve certain ability scores that we'll get into once we start rolling. But okay. yeah, so I wanted to bring uh, just a feature because I thought that'd be a fun new element to bring. So I decided on the feature of, of observant. Which is nothing too crazy. Um, it just says, quick to notice details of your environment. You gain the following benefits. Um, you can increase your intelligence and or wisdom. Um, you can, if you can see a creature's mouth while they're speaking uh, a language you understand, you essentially can interpret it. So you can read lips, which is okay, kind of cool and fun. And then also you get a plus five to your passive perception and investigation scores. Which again, so it just means that you you, wow. you pick up on a lot of things. Yeah, it's it, it, it's. It's a little, I mean, again, in D&D, I think it's fun that you kind of specialize on things you're good at, right? If you play to what you're good at, your character will be very useful and you'll have fun with them yeah. and stuff. But like, if this... And you'll never do it for free. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Um, <laughs> depends how you want to play them. But yeah, so that's I wanted to bring that. And then I figured instead of being, um, what's the right choice of words here by you? Heckled or bullied? Or just made fun of by you, again, for not bringing a background. I was like, fine, I'll bring a background this week. <laughs> so we can just roll within the background and not have to roll to figure or discover one. So I looked through them. <laughs> I was just kind of looking around. And there was one that kind of stuck out to me because it was just a word that didn't seem to make sense in, in the context. It's, the background is just secret. It's all it says. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Secret. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? Are you a secret? Do you have a secret? Like, Right? Or, like, it, I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but, so as I clicked on it, essentially it's kind of that you were a secret. You you in some way should perform that or, or, or it, it could be either or. Either you were a secret and you were hidden away from somebody or people or some large secret was kept from you. So it says you or your past were kept secret for some reason or another. Maybe your parents uh, wanted to protect you from those who might harm you, or maybe they wanted 
uh, the secret you away to use you for their own gain. Maybe they mm. aren't your parents at all, or maybe you have no parents. Being born to a higher power, but why? Are you an alien? Being an extreme power, a being of extreme power, maybe you're Hercules. just cursed. <laughs> no one wanted to tell you. Uh, whatever, whether you led a normal life up to this point or not, uh, is of no consequence because as of now. <laughs> your life will never be the same again. You essentially, like, at this point, the whole thing is you found out whatever that secret is. And so now moving forward, you are aware of whatever aspect that is. So I think that'll be kind of okay. fun to have. Because it's, it's also very broad, right? It could be anything. So I've yeah. decided that if I'm ever going to be rich or famous and I procreate, I'm going to make myself really poor so that I give my child just enough trauma to motivate them in life. Wait, I'm confused. Too easy. <laughs> that's my secret i'm gonna have a secret <laughs> so you're saying you're my real- kid turns 18 my kid turns 18 and i'm like hey joke's on you we're rich all the struggle that you've had was to make you a better person <laughs> that's fucked up <laughs> yeah i won't really do that there's no way i'd downgrade <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're one of the most high maintenance people i know and you're gonna be like you know what i'm just gonna put dirt on my face every day now <laughs> For the lulls. <laughs> I used the word I used the word bougie to my father the other day and he was like What? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Told I said I was a bougie bitch. Cause he asked he asked if Chelsea and, or Chelsea and I were looking into houses at all and I was like, I do when I'm bored just for fun, but I've realized that houses I could afford, I don't want. I want like a five hundred thousand dollar home. <laughs> I got standards that are yeah. super high. <laughs> therefore leading to a very just unhappy existence sometimes <laughs> um but yeah now that all right yeah but done talking about your backstory um sorry yeah no, it's fine that's uh that's what i brought so yeah i got the background of secret the race of human with the future of observant and we're gonna make a sorcerer a sorcerer a sorcerer um, oh my god sorcerer perfect i found the character voice great we don't even have to worry about <laughs> I have a secret. Just don't look your jaw the whole time and talk through the side of your teeth. Oh, man. I'm so excited to be here and hang out with everyone. <laughs> guys, guys, don't tell my secret. <laughs> don't tell anyone. It's super secret. And also, everything super. you say has to have an S in it. Yeah. <laughs> super oh. califragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, my God. I would want to punch that person. um okay okay so let's get to rolling then let's get to let's get this show rolling if i would no is that a thing i'm trying to find something i'm supposed to understand no i'm just i'm trying to find new catchphrases i don't know if that also works oh instead of keep rolling 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 what keep playing and playing playing okay (laughs) okay no move in i move out i think we have a new four d6 oh okay okay our side podcast of just coming up with theme songs for our main podcast um okay so i want to roll first okay so what i've decided the first thing i want to roll on is the sorcerer like origin um and there's a bunch there's a good amount here but a lot of them are unearthed arcana which again is you can play and again if you talk to your dm about it and it's fine like i'm sure they are fun but as again i've never played a sorcerer i've never built a sorcerer and so i kind of wanted to stick to some of the more mainstream like the the so remind me yeah 
Remind me, unearthed unearthed arcana is just essentially playtest material. It's not approved by Wizards of the Coast or like anything truly D and D related, it's, but it's like it's essentially like having there. having something in beta. It's yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 like they're they're feeling it out. Sometimes they'll incorporate parts of it, but again, like all this is so fucking willy nilly. You can do whatever you want with it. Some people will just build certain aspects of characters or classes yeah. or things that you can bring in so i mean it depends some on earth unearthed arcana is like wizards of the coast being like yes here's something we're playtesting then there's some unearthed arcana that is just like hey i made this thing here you go it's out here like there's no real yeah. organization to unearthed arcana at least from how i understand it which could be wrong is this umbrella statement of just here's a thing that is could fit within the D fifth edition uh and sometimes it does set. like that new book that's coming out has like a lot of unearthed arcana stuff in it doesn't it like for mm-hmm. example prior to this book being released in november wasn't like magic weren't magical tattoos kind of unearthed arcana yes yep yeah but yeah, now yeah. it's going into an official book exactly so. and 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 that's something again where it's like i'm gonna make the reference that i know you enjoy so much critical role has used those tattoos as a thing in for some other characters and again it's like whatever you decide within your world you want to use and if you talk to your dm about it it's fine. You can use it. It doesn't make it any less real than something that's in the original player's handbook, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly. My, my 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 rationale behind it here is just I'm already having to discover new things <laughs> with this class, so I didn't want to have to deep dive into some of the more creative choices that people might have made with some of those classes. Okay. Cool. So, so let's uh, roll on that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm gonna roll a d6 because that gets rid of all the unearthed arcana ones. Okay. Cool. I rolled a three. So one, two, three. All right. So <clears throat> that is the origin of Storm. <sighs> Interesting. Okay. So the Storm Sorcery, uh, your innate magic comes from the power of elemental air. Many with this power can trace their magic back to a near-death experience caused by, here it's saying the Great Rain, but I'm assuming, like, I've read through this because I read through each each of them to make sure... I was okay with them a little bit. I'm, I'm going to okay. say just some, some kind of large weather event happened. Um, it says, but perhaps you were born during uh, a howling gale so powerful that folk tell stories of it. Or your lineage might include influence of a potential air creature, such as a Vatai or a jinn. A jinn. Um, whatever the case, the magic of the storm permeates your being. Um, so yeah, cool. So I, 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 when I was reading through this, got a lot of kind of airbender at last avatar type yeah or last airbender avatar the last airbender vibes because some of it says when you cast magic you can wait where is it uh so when you cast a a first level spell or higher doing so allows you to fly up to 10 feet without provoking opportunity attacks so you can kind of just shoot up into the air you can shoot forward you can dash around you can also that's pretty dope at certain points create a giant dome of air around you you can amplify your thunder and lightning damage as well so kind of almost thor-esque with like elements to it too so i think i think this is cool because what it means essentially is that there is some weather nature like control that you have that we can play around with and figure out what was the incident that gave you this connection so okay cool nice um just because of the conversation we had before we started recording do you mm-hmm. also want to roll on the next thing since that's something that special that you brought or do you want me do you want me to explain what you brought and then you roll on it real quick let me let me 
Well, let's skip the next one. So the next one I want to at least listed here is backstory trauma. I want you to roll next. So go down okay. to trinket because I just wanted to bring okay. something kind of fun and whatever. So click on that link. I know it looks yep. like it's super sketchy. It's not. No, I know. <laughs> I already opened it. So, but this is all. This is like if you were to click on that link, the things you're seeing would be different. Correct. Correct. Like every time. So so the next thing for a trinket is like just like again a little item of some sort that doesn't have any magic to it, but it's just like I don't know. We will use it in the backstory in some way, shape, or form. Um, and so I think it's a D10 to roll on that one, right? It is a D10, yep. Okay. I kind of hope I roll five, because <laughs> I can make that funny. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Go ahead. And I rolled a seven. So your random trinket is a leather gauntlet, which was recently given to you by an old soldier. Oh. Okay, so gauntlet, again, is like a like a glove or like yep. arm piece of some sort, correct? Yeah. What was number five? Number five was a hair comb crafted from a scallop shell, and I was going to make you the Little Mermaid <laughs> <laughs> because of the elements and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you can be Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So, <laughs> so nice. So that's the little trinket. Uh, again, no idea. I mean, that vague enough. It can be something um, really important or super small. But okay. So the next yeah. thing um, I wanted to bring is a, a thing. From an article, I actually found someone commented um, on one of our tweets um, about an article that their wife had written because the two of them run a site um, that is called Multiple Nerdgasm, um, and they have they're on social media at, under that uh, right is that their Twitter account? I think it's Multiple Nerdgasms. Um, if you just look it up on Twitter, that's at least how they got a hold of us, and they'd kind of reference this article of how to design a good traumatic D and D backstory, and kind of to avoid the cliche like, "Oh, my parents yeah. are dead," or an orc, orc tribe came through and destroyed my whole town. Like, and so yeah. they they gave ten. Ex- she gives ten examples of more subtle little things that are based in actual true human like trauma little things that can mm-hmm. happen that really influence who you are as a, as a person and yeah. ways to make that interesting within D&D still because yeah yeah it doesn't have And to- that's the thing that that's that's what makes this article stand out is that it's specifically subtle trauma it's not the crazy shit it's not yeah. the you know you watched your parents be beheaded and now you're out for vengeance like yeah. that kind of shit like it's really it's just subtle things that you might not even think about or not maybe not even notice has affected you mm-hmm. until you've, you know, maybe talked it out with someone. Yeah. And I mean, um, I will say yeah, so. one of them is an attack on your home city or village, but it specifically calls out that it's not like a decimation of it. It is this idea of that maybe where you live just wasn't safe, that like there yeah. was this constant threat of some sort to you. Um, okay. But okay. So there's 10 of them that she calls out um, and she kind of deep dives into. So I will roll a D10 on this um, to give us uh, this background element. I rolled a nine, so that would be the last oh, from wow. the bottom. Or number nine. Ooh, number nine is scattered or distant parents. So distracted, distracted. I apologize. Yep, I wanted it to be distant. <laughs> <laughs> I read this article. I swear. <laughs> um, so it's while you, while your parents may have tried their best, no one is perfect, and your uh, and it's possible your character may have dealt with parents who were distracted to properly care for them. So like just having, yeah. So I think they're. This is good because I think parental stuff is always influenced, <laughs> influenced us, and I think could pair nicely with some of the elements of the secret thing, right? And how okay. that might tie together. So, in some way, shape, or form, the parents did not take care of them very well. Yeah, 
Cool. Um, did I put let me put this in here? Oh, you got it. Okay, I was gonna do it. Oh fuck. All right, cool. So those are the kind of I don't know, not normal things that we 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 roll on um, like every week within the the background. Um, so now let's get into the personality trait, ideal, bond, flaw, and stats of. Okay, this. awesome. Ooh, actually, wait. There is also what your secret is. There's so within the secret background, there is the you can choose what the the secret you are being hidden from um, is. So do you want to roll on the? Uh, do you want to roll on that? It's a d six. Yeah, sure. I'll roll on this. Um, so you said it's a d six, right? Correct. All right, dope. Let's figure it out. Errol to three. You have been cursed somehow, and you must find a way to reverse it. Dope. Not going to lie. Interesting. I didn't read through some of these until I asked you to roll, and I was reading through some of them. I'm like, some of these will be hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and so, like you were polymorphed from a different creature? Yep. Yep. That would be difficult. <laughs> There's also the you're a lycanthrope or something similar, which means essentially a were-creature, which, again, we've oh, talked about right. before on the show. And it's like, I would love to do it at some point. But it's difficult because, it's like, <laughs> okay, cool. So great. So we rolled a three. Uh, you have been cursed somehow. Whew, that was my heart was pumping over here. <laughs> um, all right, cool. There's also two features uh, in this. One is fabricator, which essentially means you've been lied to your whole life, and now you understand how to be able to do that to other people well. Um, and then there's also the herald, which means the the community you were raised in was in on this secret and now that you're in on it as well they'll do anything for you to help you in, oh my God. in way shapes or forms um it's the truman show <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> but i i don't know if i want either one of those if they come into play cool if not yeah we'll, we'll we'll see um okay cool so yeah let's see so the next thing is personality trait that's a d8 i will roll this one again haven't read any of these but i think i don't think there's anything in here that should break it too much Summer violence. <laughs> I rolled a four. People are nervous of my secret, so I strive to change their views. Okay. Okay, I like that. Well, with the secret being that he's that they're cursed and that they need to change it, I, I'm curious of the last part of it. The so I strive to change their views. Maybe the... listen, man. Being cursed isn't the worst. <laughs> like, you ever tried it? Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it'll be fun to delve into what that curse is, and I would like to see if that maybe ties into the storm shit in 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 some way, shape, or form, right? And so, like yeah. that, then directly will relate to this personality trait. But all right, cool. So let's move on to ideal next. That's a D six. If you want to roll that one, okay. I rolled a five, um, which is recluse. My secret has only caused problems for everyone around me. I just want to be left alone. So the neutral alignment. Okay. Again, it's kind of so, contradicts. Little, little contradicts. Yeah. yeah. The. I mean. Again, with personality traits, we we can play around with what that actually means. The strive to change their views. Um, yeah. But okay. Cool. I like that though. That he's essentially that they keep to themselves. I mean, kind of hermit esque. Um, all right. I will roll the bond next, which is another d six. Okay. I rolled a three. Fate gave me my secret to help others, and I have and I have a constant urge to do so. Why why do these keep going back and forth? Why like come on. Like recluse is not Okay. Alright. Um I think though That's the hard, that's the this is the game that we signed up for with our format. Yeah. So. No, I I, I, I we, we can we can make it work. It'll just take and some again, brain gymnastics. It does Yeah. 
And and like I like to say, and something I have to remind myself of constantly, no one person, even in real life, touches on every aspect of themselves in every moment. Oh, 100%. You know? yeah. So there could be certain situations where your personality trait shines through more than the fact that you're a recluse. Like maybe mm-hmm. there's just something that makes you feel the need to step out of your reclusiveness. You can be uncomfortable while you're doing it and maybe to role play it, you stammer or something yeah. while you're trying to convince someone. Um, but none of these things ever come into play at one time. All at one so time, it's yeah. okay to try to figure out. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to try to figure out what kind of moments are going to allow you to pull on these different things. Yeah. Well, and I think we, we can get, we can get into this more once we have everything yeah. figured out. I, I think, I think we'll be able to make it work for sure. Okay. Um, cool. I rolled that last one, so if you want to roll the flaw, I know how much you like doing I that. I love rolling the flaw. Yeah. I'm going to roll a different die, though, because this D6 just hits my fucking board, or my tray, and then mm-hmm. just dies. So I really want this to like, roll around. Okay. Ooh, I rolled a six, baby. I don't think I deserve my secret. It should have gone to someone better than me. I like this. Okay, so, I like that one. So the curse could be a good thing. And, and see, that's what I was kind of thinking too, because then if we go back to the personality trait, or yeah, the personality trait, um, people are nervous of my secret and I try to change their views. If this curse is something good, it could still make people nervous that you have this power or whatever this is that was put upon you. And it's like, no, 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 I, this is good. I want to help people. But then also directly play into my secret has only ever caused problems when he tries to help people, ends up hurting them. And so he wants to, he just kind of isolates himself away, but can't help that he is drawn to help people right so like yeah we're creating a better guy <laughs> whoa i i don't love think. you love you Skuro. <laughs> i don't, I don't I know was, if you listen i think you listen to some episodes but. i was i was gonna go more so along like this is, sounds like a, a a classic kind of like hero type like i'm trying to think of like a, a good superhero that has like he doesn't fully understand his powers yet and ends up hurting people it's like hercules kind of good a good job jercules Ruins the whole... I watched that recently. That's why it's right on my brain. I really wanted to hear the song. <laughs> I will find my way. <laughs> I can go the distance. It's a great movie. That's one of my... Like, that is right beneath Aladdin. It goes Aladdin and then Hercules for me. So... Oh, cool. I like Hercules a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think... I, I'm, there's there's some... I, I can't think of off the top of my head that someone is given powers and they end up then hurting people around them with them while they're trying to help. That's a classic, like, superhero kind of trope like thing so that's what this lease is kind of starting to feel like um all right cool so then um last things last um is the rolling of stats right the statistics yeah let's get statistical okay i'm trying to decide i'm gonna get rid of the lowest one that's just what we've been doing i feel like we shouldn't that shouldn't even be a discussion anymore why just because it's always the lowest one, unless we because want to create like grunted. a paraplegic. Whoa, whoa! I will just say sometimes we make very broken stat-based characters, and I want them to be, I don't know, playable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm rolling. Getting rid of the lowest one. Here comes strength. That's cocked. Uh, no. Uh, I'm gonna re-roll that one because this is garbage. Oh my god. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's a strength. Give it to me. Just as a reminder for everyone at home. I like to start with the highest number I rolled and then count down to the lowest so it's easy to just remove one of them. Oh, God. I rolled a two. I rolled a two. No. And I rolled a two. No. And I rolled a one. So he has a six strength. 
Wow. That's so bad. That's the, I think it's the lowest number we've ever rolled. Yeah. So just while we're here, while we're here, so like we, we have the thing that is the, oh wait, no, that's not what I want. We, we, the, um, the chart that tells you what, yes, like it gives you a real world example based on the number that so you rolled. A six is a negative two modifier, which means difficulty pushing an object of their own weight. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good thing though, sorcerers don't need strength at all. <laughs> like not even a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um <laughs> all right, cool. Well, you know what? I think the universe is like, fine, you know what? You want someone that's got a really bad stat? Here you go. Here it is. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink my coffee. You Your parents know. were so distracted they didn't feed you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll roll decks. Uh better. Uh so I rolled a one, three, five, six. I really so get rid of the one. That's a fourteen, right? Six plus five is eleven. Plus three is 14. Correct. Sweet. I'm not going to lie, I kind of want right. you to just adapt to the way I read out my dice because it confuses me. I can do that. I'm adaptable. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I want to be. <laughs> I'm stubbornly adaptable. Um, yeah. Okay, constitution. Better. I rolled a five, a four, a one, and a one. So they have a ten of constitution. Ten. Real. Just middle of the road. Oh, should we read out what the 14 decks means? So 14 decks I mean, I guess. is a plus two. You can catch or dodge a, a medium-sized surprise projectile. So, like, cool. you're aware of your surroundings, which lines up with the observant. So, Like a dodgeball. Yeah. I mean, if you can dodge a wrench. So, and the, Oh, yeah, and constitution. So, uh, ten. It's ten. Occasionally contracts mild sickness. It's a zero. It's real just basic. Like, yeah, you'll get the flu sometimes. If you don't get the flu yeah. shot, so no, cool. Cool. So is is intelligence important for a sorcerer, or is it wisdom? No, it is charisma. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so this doesn't really matter. Intelligence. All right, I rolled a six, four, three, two. That's Look at it, adapted. You did. Uh, so it's thirteen. Six, four, three, two. Yeah. Yep, thirteen. All right. Cool. 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 So for intelligence of a 13 plus one knows a bit more than necessary fairly logical so all right so i will roll wisdom now this is a good roll as well i rolled a five a five a three and a three so it's 13 nice 13 wisdom is a plus one means able to tell when a person is upset so they can just pick up on other people's emotions uh, and then now you get the the heavy responsibility of rolling the most useful stat for the sorcerer. So I love rolling charisma; it's my favorite stat. Ooh, this is good, baby! I rolled a six, a five, a four, and a four. Damn! So, so 15? fifteen. Fifteen. Damn! So that's a plus two, and it says interesting. Knows what to say to most people. Great. Um, and then the thing I will say is, since we're here in the stats now, um, with the observant. Um, background or, or feature, yes. they get a plus one to either intelligence or wisdom. So let's see, what are those currently sitting at? Um, they're both at thirteen. I can tell you. So okay. Um. Oh, yeah, they are both at thirteen. Um. Let's put it in wisdom because wisdom will go into more of the like perception uh, based things, and so that makes it fourteen. So that bumps it up just a little bit. So they go from being just able to tell when someone's upset to 
can get hunches about a situation that doesn't feel right. So they can kind of pick up, which again, feels a little bit more like an observant type thing. Something's wrong. I can feel it. <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. Um, okay. And then the other thing is for human variant, they do get two different ability scores of your choice increased by one. So let's look. I mean, I thought you had to choose a feature or do that. Let me double check for standard human. It is your ability scores each increased by one for a variant human two different ability scores of your choice increased by one skills you gain proficiency in one skill of your choice and you gain one feature of your choice it's not or it's all three of okay. those things are part of the variant oh wow i may have leveled some of our humans wrong then some of our character sheets but well, this episode's going to release in the future so i still have time to fix it everyone don't worry <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could do some research outside of this and go back if we need to fix those. But yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's that's how how it goes. So we we increase um, two different ability scores by one. So I don't think even if we put it in strength at this point, it would go up to seven, which wouldn't help him any. I don't think. No, nope. because a seven strength is still a negative two. <laughs> like you need to get up. To I would eight. I would just build I would just build on these bigger blocks personally. Fuck strength. So charisma, if we bump that up by one, it, that would get us to sixteen, which would get us to uh, up to the next plus, um, uh-huh. which would also just mean they're even more charismatic and means they're very popular. Receives greetings and conversation, and will start conversations on the street, um, and it's a plus three. And then if we added the other one to intelligence, which is at a thirteen, currently bump up to a fourteen, able to do math. Yeah, let's just do that. Let's just bump those two up because they're the closest ones, okay. and it makes it a little bit easier. Um. Dang. Okay, cool. So I think that's that's it. Do we want to recap real quick then? Uh, yeah. Do you want me to do it or do you want to do it? Uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I will Okay. recap all this. All right. So what I brought to the table this week is the background of secret, which means you were secreted away by your parents or you yourself were a secret from people. We'll figure that out when we're talking through what the backstory is. Um, this race is a human of the variant like background build which doesn't change anything about them as a human they are just a human um but they have a feature which is observant that i brought which just means they pick up on things around them rather easily as well as they um can like read lips so that's cool um then they're the class of sorcerer which means that their magic happened either through their lineage or in some way shape or form was like put bestowed upon them uh in in one kind of like fell swoop um and then we rolled on what the origin of their sorcery like magic came from, and we got the storm uh, origin background, which kind of just means in some way, shape, or form a storm was involved, so I'm excited to figure out what that is. Um, and then we also decided to roll on an article that I had found this week from someone that tweeted at us, um, multiple nerdgasms. It's pretty cool, like like husband-wife combo that DMs a bunch of stuff. They, they were cool. I was looking through all their stuff. You should check them out. Um, and we rolled on the, the backstory trauma and got scattered and or distracted parents, which is always fun. Um, <laughs> and then Nathan rolled on a trinket because I just like bringing a fuck ton of shit. <laughs> and he got a leather gauntlet, which was recently given to our character by an old soldier. That's fun. I don't know. I'm excited to see what that is. And then within the background of Secret, the... Uh, 
we decided that the secret that they had was a curse was bestowed upon them and we must find a way to reverse it. Um, personality trait is people are nervous of my secret, so I strive to change their views. Um, the idea is recluse. My secret uh, has only caused problems for everyone around me. I just want to be left alone. Uh, Bond, fate gave me my secret to help others and I have a constant urge to do so flaw i don't think i deserve my secret it should have gone to someone better than me i like the way those two play together like they seem like they contradict but i think that'll be fun um yeah stats our character is weak as fuck <laughs> they have a strength of <laughs> six which just means they're yeah they ain't they ain't gonna be hitting shit <laughs> um nope and they have a dex of 14 which is which is good so they can dodge at least uh constitution 10 kind of again goes to a very very just frail individual um but then has an intelligence of 14 wisdom of 14 and charisma of 16 so like yeah they're charismatic as fuck just real gangly (laughs) um but yeah that's that's where we are currently sitting with our storm sorcerer okay nate what are your thoughts what do you think awesome um so for some reason i know there's this video game you've never played and i also haven't beaten it myself so i can't pull from this too much unfortunately um, but there's a game called Life is Strange. It's an indie game. Okay. And it's about a random storm that rolls through this tiny town and, like, decimates it. Okay. Um, and this character had a, had a vision about it. So they know it's coming. They can control time. Um, so when this big this big storm kind of makes me think of that, that's really the only connection there. Um, I like that. Well, so do we want to start with that then? Do we want to start with... Because I think... I. I like to try and go in chronological order usually when we're building this out. So I like to start with, okay, what do we think would be the earliest thing that happened? Like, do So I think maybe we should try and establish, do we think the storm that gave them whatever abilities happened before they were secreted away? Or do we think they were secreted away and then the storm gave them the thing? Do we think the storm that cursed them wasn't actually to them but to their parents or some sort of lineage and maybe they were a prophecy in in some way shape or form or what what, i mean what what do you think that order might be the most interesting so uh, the first thing that jumps into my head is i think that the scattered or distracted parent uh backstory trauma in within that paragraph that describes that trauma the ninth one it kind of brings up that maybe your parent was a workaholic Mm -hmm. so the first thing that comes into my mind is that this this child had a was neglected due to a parent that's a workaholic Mm -hmm. and maybe a real storm rolled through and the kid was too young to know what to do so like maybe they didn't bunker down in like the bathtub maybe they did the doors weren't locked the house wasn't secure and they somehow got i mean struck by lightning or something and now they have this ability and it was because no one was there to protect them so now they have this power that makes them an outcast even amongst their parents that's like i can't have people learning that i have a child that can electrocute people or something like that. So I think that's the order that I see storm happened because the parent was distracted. They weren't prepared to be safe. And now they have the secret power. Okay. I like that. I I like that. I mean, yeah, I like that idea. I mean, and the the other thing in the, the, the scattered distracted, as far as order goes, yes, I agree with you. I, I like that. That was the, where it started. So it's something, the, the magic essentially wasn't, passed down it wasn't lineage wise it was something that happened to this child because of the distracted parents background mm-hmm. um the other thing i would say in this is and i don't know if we need 
this because it kind of slips into the cliche aspect. But like, I think in in Scattered or Distracted Parents, it also kind of talks about how if one of the parents passes away or leaves or something, putting all the onus then on the other one, it, it, it then pushes them even harder into those workaholic type things. Do you think it's too much to say that maybe in the storm there was another parent home and they die in some way, shape, or form, leaving this child alone with the workaholic other parent and they don't know how to deal with them? And then, because I think the reason I bring that up is because when we're looking at these other traits we have, it says, Fate gave me my secret to help others. He couldn't help his parent to save them. But then also, the I don't think. Uh, I deserve my secret. Like, if they think their other parent that died was better than them and they would have been able to hold this power better, why did... Like, it almost gives this player guilt, right? Of, like, why why did my parent die instead of, like, they would have been so much better as this hero-like figure than me. Yeah, but what? But then what about this parent that was supposed to be home protecting them made them unable and inept to do so? I mean, there's plenty of times when you can be prepared for anything in life and it's still... It goes ass up <laughs> and like so i don't think it necessarily needs to be that like they weren't able to do it it could just be the storm came out of nowhere and whatever we want to say like it could be a flood it could be they were struck by lightning it could just be a gust of wind in some way because i mean again with D, like you have these gods right so maybe it's just the storm lord was pissed <laughs> or some shit and in some way when decimating this town accidentally also bestowed storm-like magic into the sorcerer um so it doesn't have to be necessarily in one individual person's failure that caused this this incident to happen it could just be they were overwhelmed by it if that doesn't excite you we don't have to do that i was just that's was my thought process yeah no i feel yeah um i mean it is it doesn't matter what it does to me to be honest <laughs> well um it's all about it's mostly about you. You get the final say. Yeah. I do feel like that's a little bit of a... I don't know. I don't buy into it that much. Okay. You haven't really convinced me, personally. But if you like it, I can see how that can be interesting. It's, to it's, me, it's, it's like a double whammy. It feels like an Uncle Ben type thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right? And like that's for, for Spider-Man, for people that don't know and aren't aware. <laughs> who the fuck? With great yeah, power who the f- comes Uncle ben is. great responsibility. It's very oh my nice. God. We'll say it a few more times throughout this just in case you forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I think maybe let's... let's, let's I just... Yeah. I, sorry. I saw, uh, it took me a minute to think of this, but I saw the Weird Al Yankovic line. If you missed it, don't worry. They'll say the line <laughs> again and again and again. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, besides the third one, are amazing. Um, what I would say is I like potentially both of those. Let's move forward with this other aspect of the secret like background, what happens with this player moving forward. And we can see, like, okay, does it make sense to still have both parents? And then we can kind of see see which one feels more natural, I guess. Okay. Um. So let's try and think. That, okay, so they get this power from the storm that comes through. There was at least one parent that was not there that they now, once they have these powers and abilities, um, are we saying that they essentially are trying to keep them hidden from the rest of the world? So that they, like you said, like, okay, so I like that. I don't think they're keeping them hidden from the world in the sense in the sense of, like, go back to your dungeon. You're yeah. not allowed to see anyone. <laughs> I think it's just, like, uh, maybe they just fill the person with so much guilt about what they can do it's like no you can't do that like don't let that happen people Mm -hmm. can't know that you can do that like stop that was too close you know there's like a constant overbearing now of like people can't know you do this you've seen man of steel right it's been a long time 
Okay. In that, uh, I think it's Kevin Cosner is the dad. Um, he kind of does that constantly with Clark, with the Superman and that. It's like he, mm-hmm. he literally, I don't agree with this as a Superman trope, <laughs> but like he, the dad literally dies to help his son keep his secret and is upset with him when he saves a school f- bus full of kids. <laughs> and so it's this <laughs> idea again of like, He's trying to protect his son because he feels like if you show these abilities, the government will come and they will take you away and blah, blah, and all this. Um, so, like, that that kind of level of it, maybe, where it's like they don't want people to know that this is a thing that they have. And, like, I think this, yeah. this plays in nicely, again, to, like, the secret being you've been bestowed, you've been cursed somehow and you must find a way to reverse it. I think the second half of that sentence is 100% their, their parent. Right. That like whether or not this person wants to reverse it is that's up to the character to figure out their parent has been telling them the whole time you are broken. You have something inside of you that is dangerous and will hurt people. And like the fact that you can control these storms and do stuff with the wind, it is not good. It is not normal. You need to we need to find a way to fix it. Um, So maybe what we could do is with the distracted parent thing is maybe after this accident happened the parent is less distracted and less of a workaholic for whatever reason. Maybe the um, storm destroyed their business or destroyed like part of the town. And so they're now left with nothing. And so they kind of now are trying to find a way to fix their kid. Right. And so like, they're not necessarily any less distracted or any less scattered all over the place. It's just now they've focused more on, we need to fix you. I need to fix you. You need yeah. to be better. You need to change. Um, what do you, does that sound? What does that feel like? I'm, I'm doing a weird hand motion thing all over the place. That sounds fine to me. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm play testing all this on you. <laughs> you 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 are one of the most critical people. I feel like, and so if I can get you to be on board with it, that feels like at least three other people in the world to be on board with it too. Gotcha. Which, gotcha. Which everyone knows, in order to be successful in life, you really only need to convince four people. Really? Is that a thing people say? I I mean, I said it right there. Oh well, maybe once you're successful, people will start saying it. <laughs> no one like, gives a shit about us right now. I, say, I feel like there's a theory that we can make out of that, but but yeah, okay. So, well, they, they, there is a theory there. Sidebar: Let's say you stand up and you're at a concert, everyone's sitting down. Wow. You stand up and you start dancing. Yeah. Shortly thereafter, someone else stands up and starts dancing. Shortly thereafter, more and more people start standing up and dancing. Who was more influential in that moment? The first dancer or the second dancer? Well, I mean, I think what it really comes down to there is that you can dance if you want to. You can can leave your friends behind. Don't make a terrible joke to ignore my philosophical question. If your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, then they're no friends of mine. Also, I would say, yeah, you, the first person. <laughs> no, it's the second person. Because they, oh. They showed everyone else that it's okay to dance if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and leave your friends behind. Yeah. Because the if second your person to get involved don't dance. is more. You already fucking said it. I, you up. have to finish it. It is the rules. <laughs> no, they're, they're no friends don't... of mine. <laughs> I'm not happy no about it. co host of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, but I was, what I was going to say is as far as the four people you need to influence thing, one of them is definitely yourself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyways, back to this. I think I think that's a fun dynamic and I think will help with some of these contradicting type things is if their parent like because imagine what that would do to you as 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 a as a child. If before you had these powers, you had to 
try and just do anything to get your parents' attention while they're distracted doing whatever, working. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you get these powers, they are fully now invested in fixing you and getting you over this and making sure that you are not like, you know, you're broken and this is, oh, it's not okay within uh-huh. society. Like that within you would be like, oh my God, they care. They, they finally like, now I have their attention and you would be like, yes, I agree. I need to, okay, I need to change and to do this. But it would then give you this weird self-hatred of I need to fix what's wrong with me and not just learning to accept who you are and being okay with that. Um, okay. So I kind so of, I'm starting to write yeah. things down. Yep. Um, What's your final opinion on having two parents and one of them dies? Or does this par- does this person always start off having a single parent? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. They start off with just a single parent. So th- what if we take the full secreted thing even further? They start off with having a secret parent. They never knew their other one. Let's say they never knew their father let's say they never knew their father their mom secreted in the way single mom was working really hard and through no like actual choice decided to neglect her child but i would say part of the reason maybe she left this other father figure and this is something we can leave for the dm and character to play with if you would like maybe this father in some way shape or form was some sort of religious like figure to the storm lord and had been like putting this out there, this like big storm energy behind them. So she wanted to get them away from that. But then when big this storm, <laughs> but when this storm, like, and so I'm just saying, like, maybe there was a prophecy with this kid. So like, maybe like, okay, that's why she left. She's like, no, this will not be a thing. This won't be what it is. And then when it actually ends up coming true, the mom is now even more freaked out and afraid that the dad will find them. Or... Oh no, Odin's gonna come eat my kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be even maybe. Ooh, ooh. What if their dad is Zeus and Zeus is just like, hey, what's up? I want to make another oh, that's demigod. What I meant. Yeah. Damn it, I meant Zeus. Yeah. I, I mean... Fuck. Fucked up. You that's did. why I've been so I've been toying with that in my brain like this whole time. I'm like, it's not Odin. I know it's not Odin. Who the fuck eats their kids? Well, Zeus doesn't it's, eat his kid either. Zeus is the one that comes back and saves the children. Zeus is the one that just fucks all the mortals and makes a bunch of demigods. It's Zeus's dad who is the Titan. Uh, I can't remember his name now either. You did this to me. Um, Are you sure? I thought Zeus ate his kids. No, Zeus does not eat his kids. Because he had so many of them. No. No, Zeus, Zeus was the one the prophecy was about that essentially forced his father to eat all of his children. There was the prophecy that one of his children would kill him. And so therefore, in order okay. to stop that from happening, he ate all of his children. Just look up the the, the head of the Titans. That's who it is. Um, is it not Odin? No, Odin is Norris. <laughs> Cronus. Cronus eats their yes. kids. And then Zeus is the son of Cronus. Correct? Am I wrong? Um. Let me see. You're doing a Google, so... Yeah. Um, Cronus learned from Gaia and Uranus that he was destined to be overcome by his own sons, just, huh. he had over, just, how, just as he had overthrown his father. Mm-hmm. As a result, he sired the gods someone, someone, Hera, Hades, and Poseidon, and he devoured them all as soon as they were born. Yeah. But what's... Ooh, blah, blah, blah. But Zeus was ah. saved by his mother. Nope. What? They'll wait. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, I, I really enjoy myth. So, like, anyways, back to our character. I'm just saying I, I like leaving out there that maybe they never knew who the father was. And if you want to play with it and have this character maybe be some sort of demigod-like essence as well of some kind of storm thing, that sure, go ahead. That could be cool. Or maybe it's just, like, 
there was a prophecy of some sort and the mom was like nope i just want to have a normal kid blah, blah blah but like put so much strain on herself so like maybe we don't know who this father like figure was and when this storm incident came and happened and these powers are bestowed upon him it just intensifies that secret right it just intensifies that this is what oh no like and so there's layers to the secret the first secret is one you have these powers (laughs) and you need to keep them hidden from the world do not show them to people we need to fix you we need to get this taken away and so i think that's a fun motivation because then for the character how do i do that i don't know I, i just i have these things do I go to a cleric? Do I need to talk to a god at some point to remove these? Like, and and again, maybe it is something that can be removed. Maybe it's something that can't. And like, it's just their their mindset okay. because of their parent. And again, it's the mom gotcha. trying to keep them safe. So we don't know okay. what the father was. The father, at least to our character, is is a mystery. And again, there's a DM hook for you to have fun with. Figure out okay whatever you want. That so. To be. So when you first started talking, I wasn't listening. So I was reading. <laughs> Sounds about right. I was reading about I was reading about Kronos. Dude, so it's super I need you to say I need you to um be more condensed in what you just said yep. so I can write it down. What's your final answer? To, so they start off with a single parent that they're hiding from their father, is that correct? Correct. So the character does not know their father. Whatever the extent the mother wants to have known them, I would leave up to the DM and the player. If the player wants to be a demigod like figure cool they fucked zeus or whatever if they want it to be a religious uh zealot of some sort cool it was that either way i think the most important thing is that the mother knew there was some form of prophecy and or thing with this kid that had to do with storms (laughs) and so therefore did not want that to happen so therefore tried to hide the kid away the storm ends up happening anyways because the mom is off trying to provide for her child and trying to raise them properly and then once it does happen it intensifies the secret and that now the mother is trying to hide them even more and so are these are these powers not unlocked within our character until a storm happens or are they born with these no it's not until the storm storm... i'm adding two secrets there's layers to the secret you're always so complicated for me yeah i'm like an onion bro i'm a simple i'm a simpleton my background would be simpleton (laughs) My background would be storytelling, um, which is the first one I ever brought. So, <laughs> my story is so complicated; you don't even know what the fuck's going on, and neither do I. But I'm gonna keep talking. Yeah, insane rambler. Yeah. Literally went with an insane rambler that was sounds like you this. Did, yeah. So, <laughs> we joke about making an episode where we create ourselves. Jake already created himself. <laughs> um, so they start off having a single parent who is hiding this character from their father, whatever the extent is. A storm rolls through town, unlocking the powers. Unlocking the, powers, the power of voodoo, and then voodoo, you do, yeah. you, you do, um, <laughs> of the character, and the and then the mother starts to become overbearing and telling them essentially that their powers are bad and we need to make this not happen. Okay, so yeah, and then the next thing is like with this background, I think that ties in nicely to how this uh, this character what their views on this are going to be struggling with what their mother and their parents have been pushing on them. Um, okay. So like, that's where it comes to right? like my secret um, has only caused problems for everyone around me, mainly the mom. Uh, I just want to be left alone. So he's trying to just get away from maybe that overbearingness, but then also he feels driven to help people. Right. And so like he is constantly trying to use these powers and understand what they are. So I think when we find him, I think it's maybe the first time he got away from his his mom um or maybe it's even 
maybe the mom sent them out into the world. Like maybe something happened. Um, I'm trying to think what, I mean, I don't want the mom there. Obviously the mom's not there. <laughs> does, yeah. does the mom maybe die too? No, they don't need to die. They're still alive. No, we're not killing no. Yeah. They don't need to be dead. It doesn't, it doesn't help us any. It doesn't give us. We start with a subtle trauma and you're like, how can I make this not subtle <laughs> well, whatsoever? I'm not, I'm not trying to <laughs> change the trauma of it because that is still the main driving force. I'm trying to think what is the reason this character is now away from that, that parent. Because if this is, you know what I like a lot? I like, are you going to say what to me? I was going to make some kind of joke about butt stuff, but you're so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what? I what, like what in that... the butt? Why can't you, why can't you be normal? <laughs> <laughs> Babadook. <laughs> also though, that relationship is a hundred percent what we're talking about currently, right? A little bit. Like yeah. the mom yelling at this kid for being different when really it's not yeah. like, uh, anyways, <laughs> Um, I like that a storm sorcerer are invaluable members of a ship's crew. So maybe, like, I'm thinking that this character found a use for their powers and they use them subtle in a subtle fashion. And it's like, wow, when it, maybe a captain views this character as a good luck charm. Like, for some reason, whenever you go with us somewhere, smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Never had, you know, an issue on the seas with you on my ship. So that becomes like their way that they feel like they fit in. But the captain doesn't know their secret or their power. It's just a subtle thing that they maybe do in their room or something. I have plenty of subtle things I do in my room. Um, I so that I where was that? Yeah, the sorcerers. Um, their magic allows them to ex- uh, exert control over wind and weather in the immediate era. The ability. Okay, so I, I okay if we want to play with the fact that they maybe have some sailor experience to them but how does that help us again like with this moment of why like because for me i'm trying to think what is a realistic reason that this mother would ever stop trying to protect their kid i mean i've got so many (laughs) answers to that question it it, it could just be that the kid ran away right i mean he becomes an adult at some point like fuck it mom i gotta go i'm gonna go do me right but like then then it's that then it can be that maybe then then they go out on the ship right and maybe that's when they're out there i was even going to say maybe the mom is the reason they were on this ship right maybe the mom's like nope well we can't be stationary we can't be in one place you know what let's be a member of this crew maybe the why how she was a hard worker is maybe she maybe they were sailors maybe that was the whole thing is like she was a, a the someone on this crew maybe she's a captain of a ship maybe like this mom like figure could be a, a big person in herself and, and her role. And maybe she owns a ship and maybe in one of the ports they leave and he's not on the boat or they're not on the boat. And I'm, I'm fu- a dollar for every time you've said maybe during an episode, I'd be fucking a gazillionaire. Why would anyone ever give you a dollar for that? They should. Cause I hear it a lot. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of the mom being a captain of a ship? Therefore that's why they're a workaholic. The- I don't like it. Why? Because according to, um, Jack Sparrow's right hand man. It's bad luck to bring a woman on board. So misogyny. So your your answer is misogyny is why you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bad luck to bring a woman on board. I kind of like that the mom is a captain of a ship. It would explain why she's a workaholic because she was constantly running around doing all of that. It would explain why they were vulnerable to this storm that happened in okay, some. I'm, I'm going to say what I want to say, and we can cut it if you want. So I just personally like the idea. I don't like, I know you say misogyny. That's not the reason why. I don't 
I like the fact that this person just realized that they wanted there's something more and they want to figure out this issue because their mom or parent, yeah, their mom is not helping them figure this out. They just keep telling them this isn't good, this isn't good, this isn't good. It's like, okay, well, what's the problem to the solution? And that's what causes this person, or what's the solution to this problem? Sorry. <laughs> I was and I go. like the idea that, I like the idea that that's what drives this character out. They're tired of being told what you have is an issue and they now want to fix that issue. Like, okay, this, I'm tired of being told that what has happened to me is bad and that what I have is bad. So I need to fix it sure. somehow. Uh-huh. And that's what drives, drives them out of the home. Okay. How does any of that not fit with her being a captain of a ship? Because I like the idea that that's his undercover. Like that that's how they blend in. They feel useful for the first time in their lives. That mm. they're on a ship. on. They went to a ship on their own. They found that on their own. Okay. There's more ownership there. Okay. Otherwise, they'd never want to be on a ship again. Okay. I get what in you're saying. In my opinion. I get what you're saying. So, instead of my thing of they escaped from the ship from their mom, they essentially escaped to the ship from their mom. And yeah. that becomes how they get out into the world. Yes. Okay. So they... Oh, yeah. I like that. That can work. So that that's where... That's not where we currently find them. Right? So, but yeah, they, no, but, I, don't, I don't think so. But they were working on this ship as, like, I don't know, some shitty crew member or something, but was able to, through their just ability to kind of control the weather around them, just innately, like... Like, maybe it's even just what we could say for just flavor text is after they get these powers, their emotions can somewhat intertwine with the weather, right? So as long as they're having fun and they're feeling out in the open and free, it is sunny skies and all of this. And, like, it'll get cloudy when they're upset or something. And so it's like... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Cool. Nothing nothing overpowered. No, no, no. Not like, oh, my God, there's crazy hailstorm when I get super angry. Like, no. Just like... Yeah. But imagine how useful that would be if you're in a good mood. It's sunny outside. Like, imagine being on a ship and just knowing the whole time, oh, wow, cool. Great. It's just clear sailings. We don't even have to worry about there potentially being clouds. Just And it's simply because, excuse me, our character is excited to be free <laughs> and excited to be out yeah. exploring. And, and they are trying to contain their their own, like, magic in them. Um, I, I would like if there was, like, maybe something on the ship where they did have to save someone in some way, shape, or form with their wind <laughs> powers in in some way uh because i'm trying to think at first level you can bonus action causing wind wind gusts of elemental air to briefly surround you immediately before or after you cast a spell yeah so like maybe there's something that happens on the ship that hints at this and that's why they have to leave and that's why they're now off of that ship right maybe they long to be back out at sea and, and, and they want want that but this is the first time they're this far away from home and not with a group of people is because something happened and they were like, shit, I saved someone because it's what I had to do. Like, like again, going back to Man of Steel, Superman was working in some oil rig or whatever, saved a bunch of people on there. And when it blew up, it was like, all right, cool, I got to go now. I can't, you all know that I'm Superman. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. So I think it's maybe something along those lines. And that's why they can't be on the ship anymore. Gotcha. I like that. So that's where we meet them after they've, they exile themselves from the ship or did the captain be like, you can't be here anymore? Because captains, at least in the in the era that I'm imagining D and D takes place, it's a lot of superstition. Captains are notoriously, and sailors were notoriously superstitious. Yeah. So would you think that by finding out someone has like these innate powers would freak them out, or do you think that they were like, I can't? They just feel so insecure about their abilities that they were like, I can't come back. I can't do this anymore with these people. I think it's, I think it says more about our character if that's their response to it. I think they don't know 
what the captain wanted. And I'll leave that up to the DM for their world. Because there's plenty of DMs that play a very open and more diverse, like, accepting world where it's like yeah no that's totally fine but then there's some that i agree with you that like to plan like ooh, there's weird superstitions and there's these things that are fun to play with that essentially are, are more like with closed-minded type like npcs so i would leave that up to the the dm whatever the captain's response our player doesn't know because innately they were afraid they thought oh shit this is not going to end well for me i now need to go somewhere else because i think then this also okay. makes for a good rp moment of when they join a group the first time they have to use their magic. <laughs> the first time that, that something a little bit different happens, their knee-jerk reaction again is going to be, oh, shit. <laughs> and I think yeah. that that would be fun uh, to have. Okay, cool. I like that as well. I like that they're it's so insecure about their abilities that they leave the ship, and then the first times they use it in front of their group, they become reclusive a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they're afraid of what mm-hmm. the reaction is going to be. So... Are we going to maybe then say this trinket that they got was from one of the soldiers on the ship? Sure. Or maybe a person they saved? Or maybe when they... Ooh. Okay, so what if they tried to fly out and save someone, and the glove was all they were able to grab as the person fell into the sea? (laughs) Oh, and they failed? Yeah. I like that a lot. That's the answer to that question. Done. Over. Yeah. So like as as they try and like like gust out to like save this person, yeah. So and 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 so maybe the ship wasn't necessarily like a a, a cargo ship. Maybe and it was does like, go ahead. It does that also tie into. Let me see here. Bah, 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 bah. Um, my secret has only caused problems for everyone around me. Mm-hmm. So they're yeah they're yep. I like that a lot. It ties into that really well. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So they tried to save someone and were only able to grab their leather gauntlet. Um, and so they kind of hold on to that as something as a failed reminder. Um, yep. People are nervous of my secret, so I strive to change their views. Um, as far as the striving to change their views, I think that's, I think people are nervous because he has nervous energy. They have nervous energy around it, right? They, they, they feel like, oh no, like, yeah. and, and so he, he's more so trying to change his own views, but I think also, in I the, agree. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think also in in the back of his own head, he is still trying to find a way to not have this anymore. Right. And to be like, I I know there was a time I didn't, I know there was a time I wasn't like this. And I think again, as the DM, if you want to play into this, or even as the player slowly hinting at this, whatever storm Lords you have in your pantheon of gods, to me at least would be a natural place to start. Right. Be like, Hey, I was normal, and then a storm happened, and now I have magic. Am I a cleric? Am I a paladin? The fu- what is going on? Why is this happening? Yeah. And so, like, slowly over time, I think that's what this player maybe starts to investigate, and then that's where it leads maybe at some point back to their mom, which then naturally leads to, okay, wait, well, who's dad? <laughs> like, what? what is yeah. that? Or maybe dad finds them first, right? And, and, and when he's when they're trying to ask these questions. So like, I think that's their motivation is to just be out in the open, but still trying to figure out a way to reverse what happened to them. And maybe it can, maybe, I mean, that would be a cool choice right after like, I don't know, 10 to 15 levels you play with this character, you get offered a, yeah, we can take that away. We we can make it so that you're normal again. If that's what you really want, if you really think you'd be better off like that. Um, 
the only thing I think I would maybe want to focus on now is the flaw. The, okay. I don't think I deserve my secret. It should have gone to someone better than me. Okay. I just think that that goes into the insecurity of having to, having failed to save someone. Okay. Um, that they're, that, that they have these abilities that they see the good that they can call, they can bring, but they've only up to this point caused problems with them. And it's like, I don't know why I have these powers. All I do is hurt people. This isn't, I, this shouldn't be a thing that I possess. Okay. First, that's what that's what I think. I think it just ties into the ideal a little bit. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's just again their their overall hatred for themselves or self loathing. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So they're they're trying to work on that. They're trying to be better at one essentially forgiving themselves. I think is is what that kind of is because they're really hard on themselves. Um. All right. Cool. So last thing I'll say. What what did they do on the ship with a strength of six? <laughs> That's a valid, valid question. <laughs> oh shit! The chef. They were the chef. Yeah. Um. They could be like also be a navigator, right? Or they. they I mean, we don't have to go into, but just like, just know, because now we're gonna get to like the appearance of this person. They're they're yeah. not physically built by any means. They they. I mean, I don't think they're. I don't think they need to be short, but like they're puny <laughs> they are a very yeah. like, stick figure type person so like and they're kind of a nerd right i mean look at their intelligence i mean when i say nerd i mean well read so like they have a 14 intelligence so that's where it's like i don't think being a navigator would be out of the question either right they're smart and they're also really good with people i mean look at their wisdom and charisma 14 and 16 like they they could be a very good people person and so i think maybe they were just the like i'm just imagining a scene of a very like proper nerdy well-readed well-read person that all of a sudden in the middle of some kind of giant wave or some storm thing is forced to bust out of this persona to try and save someone. And it's just like, wait, what the fuck was that? And like that, that would be a cool kind of transition, right? To go from this very unassuming looking person that is then like, yeah. And that's what it's like. I, I, I keep really getting Peter Parker vibes here. Cause that's what I, cause like Peter Parker, very strong, but like the character is not jacked and built like a Wolverine type, like, Oh man, that's a brick shit house. Like, no, he's a very unassuming looking teenager that just has superpowers <laughs> um yeah so that's how i would kind of feel with this person um i like the idea of them being a chef personally and that's why they're on the ship but it doesn't matter it can be anything i mean they, they, they could so yeah i, I think it's up to the player let's let, let, let you figure that out that's just kind of a flavor text type thing ha <laughs> maybe literally if you're a chef um flavor 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 town i was gonna go flavor flav um all right cool so there's those things so for allies and organizations i think they have the ship and the crew right like if they ever come up again if you ever see them that's up to the dm that's up to the player and again what their reaction to them on the ship is who knows um the mom obviously um and maybe she's still looking for them maybe they ran away and the mom is out trying to find them as well i think I, I, I think this mom, though, is a very capable character. I don't want her to be seen as like a, oh, no, the classic overbearing. Like, no, she, she can hold her own. I mean, she was a single mom for however long with this kid and, like, put so much of herself into the survival of this person that they disconnected from a little bit. That's why I was excited about her potentially being the captain. It's like, ooh, that's a really cool – like, I think she does something. I think she has a very prominent job. But again, well, I mean, this is your character. Do you want her to be the fucking captain of the ship? No, because I like that he escapes on the ship. I like that. I like that okay. they like. But I think like maybe maybe she was like a fucking 
head of some army or maybe she was like owned a business or maybe she's a mercenary maybe like i'm just saying i want her i think i don't think she is just a oh she's a, a common folk type person right okay like so that's fair but that's up to the player and or dm yeah a mercenary kind of excites me like because like imagine bringing a kid around and trying to do like throw yourself into work and you're hunting down people constantly and then how scary is it to know that your mom's looking for you and she's a fucking mercenary <laughs> Like she's gonna be able to find me. She's totally gonna be able to find me. I need to keep. <laughs> I don't think a mercenary works because what, what, what? Why would a mercenary whose job is to hunt people see these powers as a downside? They would totally take advantage of having a kid that could hold their own and has powers. I agree until you bring into the fact that it's their kid. <laughs> people do weird things with their children, and especially if like she saw her whole being as protecting this kid. Like it's it, it's a thing that we all have with our parents. Like getting to the point, it's like no, I can hold, I can take care of myself. I don't need you to protect me and all of this. And like, I think she she was maybe so in the mindset of like, I need to protect you. I need to be doing all this work, and I need to be hiding you. And now you're just a beacon. You're this beacon of light. That's not good. But yeah, I'll leave it up to the player. Whatever you want that to be. If I play this, they're probably a bounty hunter of some sort. <laughs> it would also make right. it harder to hide, right? If you have a kid that's gusting shit and shooting lightning around or whatever, like maybe they don't like magic, and they're like, "Fuck!" Now you do magic? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, let's go to appearance next. So, okay. I I want this person. I don't know why, but I think they're tall. I think they're like six two. I think they're like six two, six three, but weigh like a hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> so like not not a bunch. Very very slim. Very just like they kind of stand. I'd say out. like I'd say one hundred and thirty is almost dying in my opinion for that tall. I'd say they weigh like one eighty. Okay, wait, let's say one thirty and make them maybe not super make them like six foot. Can we get rid of two inches and fifty pounds? <laughs> <laughs> Well, how much do you weigh? Because you're six foot. I'm six foot, and I weigh two hundred, <laughs> two ten before. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I weighed one thirty when I was like in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, one fifty. Six foot one fifty. They're really small. They're really because even their constitution is just bare. I like to think I have at least a eleven or twelve constitution. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> I think uh, I'll do 150. I'm comfortable saying they're 150-ish. 150 to 160, I think, is a good range for being six feet tall. Okay. To be to be more gangly. Yeah. You're just, you're, yeah, you're just trying to say they're gangly. Whatever that means, we're not fucking doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They they look very gangly. Um, and I think they have, like, a mop haircut of, like, kind of brown, brownish hair. Um, I think they wear glasses too. I don't know why that just helps with this overall persona for me. It's like they, they have some sort of, uh, they have like some sort of glass. I mean, it also goes with the Clark Kent kind of aspect of the Superman type thing. Um, I hate Superman. I, I, I hate the representations of him in films, but I think he is a very interesting character, but he can very easily be a very broken character. Um, Superman sucks. You're here first. <laughs> it's not a hot take. Plenty of people think that you're not. Special. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's not what my mom told me, Nathan. My entire life, which is why I am the way I am. <laughs> I like that this podcast is also therapy for us. <laughs> no, I I know myself. Um, but yeah, so he wears glasses. Um, 
I think he always... What else? Dog? What's the color of his eyes? That, that doesn't... I mean, green. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It shows up on the character sheet. That's you would have to does. fill it out every week. <laughs> I think they're green. Um, I think he always has, like, a notebook on him. Because, again, very observant. I think he's constantly taking notes. And that's another reason I think I kind of like the idea of the mom being this traveling, at least, type thing that's constantly moving. Is he's constantly seeing new places, constantly picking up on things. He was kind of, like, just always in the background and never a part of the conversation. But, therefore, why he was always observing everything. He's kind of, like quiet yeah. but like knows when to interject and can hold attention mm-hmm. can hold the room um and yeah i think he maybe had like so if, we, if he was on the boat he has this gauntlet what else would be like i think he has like a hat not like a, a captain's hat of some sort but like something just to keep Is that a question or i'm trying to think of what, what are different type of D hats that are not like captain's hat like that is like a not crazy over the top. Just any hat. They're going to be a cowboy hat. They're going to make one of those those newspaper salesman hats that you've worn Ooh, for a while at one yeah. point. Yeah. It's, I forget what they're called. Uh, um, I think it's just something to keep the sun out of his face but that he can also use to kind of like hide okay. himself a little bit. A visor. Cool. <laughs> yes. He has. No. No. It's. Oh, what are they called? Yeah. What are those newspaper hats called? The, the, the extra, extra. Read all about it. I have superpowers. Watch out. Newspaper. I might hats. kill you. Um, It is called the flat cap and... Or, hold on. In fact, the flat cap and newsboy cap are just two of the most common names for this style okay, of hat. Well then, yeah, he has one of those. He has one of those. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, just a very unassuming character. Has Wears rather, like, brown, earth tone like, clothes that are not by any means, like, nice. Kind of tattered a little bit. Um... He just is trying to hide in this town until his ship leaves, so he's trying to be very unassuming, um, but also is curious about potentially finding a way to... He's trying to learn more. He, he He's trying to learn okay. more about himself and these powers. So, um, yeah. Okay. Um, Alignment. The ideal gives us the neutral yeah. as a basis. Is there anything that we did with him that makes him not have to be neutral evil? Why does he have to be neutral? No, no, evil? no, no. I'm saying that that like would make it so he couldn't be neutral evil. Oh, um, he's tried to save people before and it's failed. Yes, I think he's I, usually good. I like I like how I forgot one of those large elements and how I was constantly comparing to all these superheroes, and then I went, "Is there a way we can make him neutral evil?" Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. He's neutral good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I blanked right there. Yeah, he's definitely. Oh, he's a hero type. Definitely neutral good. How old are they? I think he's kind of young. I think he's like 17, maybe 18. Okay, then that makes me need to ask the question for the backstory. When did the storm occur that gave them the powers? How old were they? 10. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's been like a decade of him just kind of having these abilities. And it's only once he goes out into the world and starts using them, they start leveling up, essentially. Um, And he starts understanding them a little bit more. Um, And now it comes to your favorite part. Um, of all of this, of the being able to come up with what um, yep. the name is. Yep, uh, and we're about an hour and 30 minutes into our uh, cool. episode, so, so I need you to fucking figure that shit out. So we, we have like another <laughs> at least 45 minutes that we can just delve into like the background of what like names mean and things. <laughs> um, no, I think his name's Parker. Um, <laughs> I like okay. the first name Parker. It's a good name, and... I don't know. Say Parker Davis. <laughs> Parker <laughs> okay. Davis. 
Parker Davis, baby. Are you happy? PD. We did it. <laughs> What's funny is like I went with Parker because I was like, yeah, it's kind of Peter, but then I also like, oh no, let's go Parker Kent. No, Parker Parker Clark. Parker Clark. Oh, I'm not a fan of that you, at you all. You don't like Parker Clark? I already was. I was un. <laughs> I was indifferent on Parker. Why? But then you because it's because you're just fucking pulling shit yeah. from the two things you've been referencing the whole time. Yeah. No, I don't think. Fine, that. Like, Parker Clark sucks. Fine, Parker Davis. Fine. That, why is that better? Because I hate Superman. <laughs> I also, also, Jeez. you know, here's this might actually be a hot take. I don't see why people like Spider-Man so much. That's fair. You don't have to like him. I just don't see it. I don't understand. I know he's like Stan Lee's favorite as well, so there might be a lot of influence in that. Like, oh, Stan Lee loves it, so it must be great. I mean, but it's like he—he's not the, a big fan he's of Spider-Man. One of, if not the only superhero that also has to deal with normal everyday shit. Oh, so he's relatable. Who wants? Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh yes, no. Instead, let's go with a character that has the PTSD and doesn't give a shit about anything around him and just brutally murders people. Yeah, baby. No. Punisher's, Punisher's Punisher's fine. The best. I don't know about the best. I like that character, but like, he's a, he's a walking cliche. Punisher and Wolverine are where it's at. Okay, I know I know liking Wolverine's a cliche too. So, but whatever. Okay, so really, Parker Davis? Yes. Fine. It's better than Parker Clark. Stupid. What about Clarker? Clarker Clark. Clarker Clarker Parker. Clarker. Ooh, Clarker Parker. No, I like parkour. <laughs> Parker Davis. Um, his name is Parker. Sweet. Yeah? You started saying something. I said sweet. Oh. I was agreeing with I you. Sorry. I didn't hear the rest of it. I cut you off. Um, yeah, that's fine. Cool. Is there anything else, then, we need to figure out? No. Um, Dope sauce. Yeah. Have we recapped in a while? Do we do a quick, fast recap? Yeah, you run through it. Sprint. I'll time you. Cool. Click. Um, <laughs> click. So, the background is secret. Uh, the race is a human with the feature of observant. The class is a sorcerer. Um, and then we figured out the sorcerer's origins is from a storm. The backstory, we, we uh, rolled a little bit on the trauma. So, that scattered or distracted parent that kind of caused them to be in the circumstances that they're in. Uh, they have a leather gauntlet for a trinket um, that is a that they carry around as a remembrance of their failure to try to save someone. Um, they've been cursed somehow, and they're trying to find a way to reverse it, which is the idea that a parent gave them, that their abilities are bad. Um, the personality trait is people are nervous in my secret, so I strive to change their views. Ideal, they are re- a recluse. My secret has only caused problems for everyone around me. I just want to be left alone. Bond, fate gave me my secret to help others, and I have a constant urge to do so. Flaw, I don't think I deserve my secret. I sh- it should have gone to someone better than me. Strength, 6. Dex, 14. Con, 10. Intelligence, 14. Wisdom, 14. Charisma, 16. Um. Yeah, that's the whole shebang. Shebang, it's pretty good. Yeah. No, you did. I mean, I timed it, and it took like three minutes, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. I think that's good. I think we're good to move on to uh, hearing what this fucker sounds like. All right. Let's do it. You ready? Yeah. We find ourselves. As always, inside the seedy tavern. Whatever it looked like last week is exactly how it still looks. I'm tired of making it up. (laughs) So whatever Jake said last week, refer to that. And that's what the seedy tavern looks like. (laughs) 
There's a you are the worst. There's a <laughs> there's a half orc behind the bar. You may recognize him. He is the man with the ever changing name. It's Mister Bar Tender. First name Bar, last name Tender. He's uh, given up his role of first name Ad, last name Ventura, and he has come back begging for a job from Mister Terrence. He wants to be Bar again. Nothing more. Nothing less. Just Mr. Bar Tender. Every once in a while, he likes to quote Drake. Last name Tender, first name Bar. I ain't nothing to play with. I don't know. Whatever. Bad joke. <laughs> Last name Greatest. <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, qu- I'll quit. <laughs> I'll stop taking the immersion away. Anyway, there's this human over off in the corner, about six foot, weighs like 150, 60 pounds, kind of gangly. <laughs> or are they just walking in, Jake? You tell me. What does uh, Parker Davis do in this moment? <laughs> okay. Um, he's sitting off in the corner. You see him just kind of in at a table with his notebook out. And he's kind of just sketching the environment of the bar around him as people are kind of coming and going through. He hasn't ordered all that much. He's been kind of keeping to himself and kind of just taking up space. He's just been kind of laying low. But every time someone comes in, his head kind of pokes up. He looks at them real quick and then goes back down to his, his book. And he's he's a good ways away from the door, but is still able to clock anytime the door opens. Okay. Has he been engaged with a lot by like staff at the restaurant would you say uh not not really or does his, his bar kind of neglects him a little bar, bit bars he's... bars not really the most perceptive person so i feel like he's kind of been avoiding him and it's not yeah i mean he, he he's not going out of his yeah. way to seek attention he'll come up to the bar occasionally and just kind of grab some water but that's about it because there's like a water cooler at the end of the bar where so they can just get their own water oh cool we have water now yes yes there's water at this establishment awesome so um okay then do um do you want to do you approach the bar in any time or i'll I'll approach this a mag a maglamation a maglamation i'll approach bartender this person that is ever changing (laughs) (laughs) their name's just changing they're a half work they still look the same uh all right, for some more water, then. Uh, actually, yeah, I was coming over because uh, the cooler's out. It's not uh, it's just ice in there now. Oh well, uh, wait for it to melt. I, I'd really rather not. I'm kind of, I'm kind of parched right now. Uh, uh, is there a spigot somewhere I can take it and fill it up? If you, if you're busy, I mean, I know there's exactly thirteen people in here, and you've actually only really talked to eight of them. Um, <gasps> what? No, no, uh, no. Uh, Ever? Uh, nah. Everyone's fine. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm great. I'm not. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, was, I wasn't trying to say that, that they weren't great. I was just saying that I know you're you're clearly overwhelmed and not really. Uh, you, there should be more people here helping you is all, all I was trying to say. I mean, you're, you're doing great. I'm I'm having a blast. I just wanted to get more water uh, from, from the cooler, and I was going to just go back and sure, sit down. Sure, I'll help you. I grab your glass, and I walk over to the cooler pop the top off, reach in with my hand, fill your glass up with ice, put the top back on, come back and go, 
should melt faster out of the cooler. Great. That's yep. No. Um. What else do you have uh, to drink here? I have I have some gold. I guess I could throw around. Uh, is there is there other stuff? Alcohol. Are you old enough to drink? Of course. <laughs> I believe you. You look like an honest bloke. Yeah. Plus, what is what are drinking ages in a fantasy world? Right. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Any, uh, no. Yeah. Um. I'll take an alcohol. Okay. What do you want? Oh, I'm sorry. I, Cheapest? That, no, just... Y- yes. Cheap, expensive, middle ground? There's ground alcohol? What? I don't... Just, whatever ones that one is. And he just points. And he just points at one of the bottles that looks like it's about almost empty. There's like very little left in it. Okay. That one's almost empty. So you can just have the rest. You get a pretty heavy pour. Great. Thank you. Um... So I haven't seen you around here. Did you come? I think you know. Did you come in uh, from the port? Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I I did actually. Uh, just ship came in uh, earlier this morning and just kind of trying to lay low uh, for for a little bit. But uh, thank you uh, for the alcohol, and uh, I will enjoy this because I've definitely had alcohol before, and and it's you know my favorite. So it's it's great. Um, I was curious though. Um. Where where would one go if, like, I'm trying to, like, I know a lot of people stay here, right? This is an inn. This is a tavern, right? You have rooms here I saw upstairs, yeah? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, are those available to everyone? There are, do a lot of sailors come through this way, through here? Or do they usually stay closer down by the, the port? Because I, I, I don't get why you instantly could tell I was from from the port. Do a lot of sailors come here? I can s- I can smell the sea on you. Oh, okay. Oh, so so sailors don't stay here then a lot, do they? It depends. Most sailors really, and if you're a true sailor, they enjoy the comforts of the ship. And even when they're docked, they'll still sleep in their quarters. Oh, I don't think that's true. I feel like most of them would prefer a bed over the hammocks and or cots that are on those. I know I was ready to to get off that ship i just i i know when i was walking from the port i made sure that i passed at least three different taverns there was the sea's gull and then there was crest side and then there was the weird rat's tail i don't know why that's really an appealing name for a tavern but i just i i, I didn't want to go into one of the first three that i saw because i was any anyways uh if anyone else comes in smelling like the sea, can you just wave wave over at me then, I guess? So I'm confused a little bit. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not one to pry into people's businesses, but uh are you trying to avoid sailors or find sailors? <laughs> yes. Right now, um probably a little bit of the avoiding and then I Look, uh, so the ship I came in with, I don't want to go back out with them. And I would prefer to just get on the next ship. So what my plan was, just to be completely transparent with you, because you seem not really like much of a threat, um, is that uh, I was going to lay low here and then head back over probably to Wavescrest, because that looked like the nicer of establishments, and try and find work there. You don't want to stay at Wavescrest. Well, I wasn't going to... The CD Tavern's the best tavern. I, you know, as of all the taverns I've walked into and had their water, 
you're right. And then he picks up his drink and takes a sip. <coughs> wow. Yeah. No. Then and best alcohols too. Really, really great alcohols that you you have. What's your name, lad? Why? I just want to continue this conversation in a more cordial way. I'll tell you my name. Everyone here knows my name. I've heard it. Yeah, I know. It's not. I don't think it, your name's really Bar. Yep. First name Bar. Last name Tender. Used to go by first name Advent, last name Turrer. But I retired. You constantly from change. Being a, Is that a thing you can do? Can you just change? my my name's Parker? Sorry, my name's Parker. Uh, first name Parker, oh, last name Davis. That's. Um, oh, I was hoping your first name was Say and last name was Lore. But you know, we all can't be as uh dedicated to the craft their craft as I am. I don't. I don't understand what why there's such hostility. I was. You asked me a question, and I'm. I'm not being hostile. I'm just. I wish more people were dedicated to their crafts and took more pride in them. Enough to change their name is all. I I feel like it's not really that common that people constantly change their names. Where I'm from, we all change our names. Where are you from? I'm from first name half work, last name land. Is that the all of it is first name half work land? That's what it's called. Yeah, I'm from half work land. I I you know I'm not I haven't been around uh, many established uh, cities, but I've can say I haven't been to half orc land. It sounds uh. <laughs> sounds like it would be chaotic yeah i mean everyone's just goes by what they do it's the most important thing about my people that sounds rather um shallow that we take pride in in our crafts and our jobs you know what i'm you know i've got a cousin first name far last name mer and he's one of the most respectful people that i've ever met is there a whole mer family then or is it just yep and they're all, and I'm assuming they all like make beer. Right? Beer. It's a joke. Obviously, they farm. Um, <clears throat> you know what? This conversation has been um, something else, and I uh, really appreciate uh, being. Able- you know, you could really benefit from benefit from my other a conversation with my other cousin, first name Shep, last name Erd. Sorry, one more time. First name Shep, last name Erd. Shepherd? Mm-hmm. Why? How would a shepherd help me? He's very wise. Apparently the sheep love to talk to him and he knows endless knowledge. <laughs> uh, I feel like that most of that knowledge would be pretty bad. <laughs> I don't... Okay. I, all I of stare these, at you blankly. Yep, all these are falling flat. All right. Um. Well, look, Bar, Um. I'm going to go back over to my table. Uh, over there with this great uh, alcohol and if you could get some more water in there that would be great I would appreciate it and that would be you would be my favorite Mr. Tender in town (laughs) well I'm sure there'll be more water in there in about an hour again when it all melts there's a process to getting clean unfiltered or to clean, there's a process to get clean filtered water, yeah, yep. and it takes some time. It's not my fault you've been here for six hours and all you've drank is water. I've been here for Normally, five and a half hours. All right, it hasn't been that long. Whatever. I'm just, you know, the first name Bray, last name Tuh filter is a little uh, <laughs> working overtime right now. 
you just boil it and then you put it on the fr- okay that's fine okay you know what that's fine that's fine i i'm going to, to answer your question lad which the my suggestion for you is you can get a room here just stay in your room late when's your ship leave again a day two days to stay in your room for a day or two and then come back out and go find another ship thank you how much is a room uh two gold a night question mark should i ask the first name and last name keeper that'd be smart can you change your name for me real quick then uh let me give me one second he goes back and he peeks his head into like a back door and he's like terrence can i uh how much the rooms cost do i have a say in that you hear some you hear some muffle ah i didn't hear you bartender comes back and goes happy to introduce myself first name and last name keeper wow uh, such two gold a night for room that's really yeah oh okay um all right all right great um is it one gold now and then one gold when i leave or is it two gold up front how does up front that doesn't okay um Great. Uh, well, I will let you know if I decide uh, to stay here, Mr. Keeper. Uh, Listen, I know you might think it's expensive, but we've got the best first name clean, last name lady in the business. Clean lady. Her her name is Clean Lady? Cleaning lady. My apologies. Mm, is there a middle name Ing? Is that what you forgot? She's one of the few. Yes. <laughs> there is. There is. I have so many questions. Okay. Um. I'm I well as I'm only here for one night. I don't know if it'll really be all that important uh, for me to have uh, someone clean up after whatever. Um, that's uh, I again. I <laughs> just I'm just enjoying the environment right now, and I'll let you know uh, if uh, if I end up staying. So I appreciate you changing uh, just for me, uh, Mister Keeper. Now still, yeah, okay. Um, You're squirrely. Thank you. Um. I'm gonna... Wasn't a compliment. Oh. What's... I can't read you. You're so... Ah. You're such a anomaly. It's great. Um, okay. I, I will be back over there. Um, also, how full are you guys? You know, I had lunch about two hours ago. Not, okay. Nope. Uh, as far as, like, the rooms, like... Is there one left? And if I don't give you the gold now, then they'll be gone. Are there a few left? Because I might also try and run and find a library. Oh, what's our capacity? You Okay, yes. I apologize. Uh, what does the current vacancy situation look like? Oh, you should be fine. Great. So then again, going to go sit down. And uh, I might be back uh, after I'm done uh, with... All right, don't talk about it. Be about it. I was trying to not be rude. I understand that you've been trying to leave this conversation for yeah. like 10 minutes yep. now. You can just walk away. Yep, the whole time. I just, I, you know. <sighs> it just leaves. <laughs> he just stops, <laughs> grabs his drink, walks back, and sits down at his table. And is just sipping on the alcohol and sketching uh, in his book some more. Okay. Um, some time passes. Are you still just like hanging out? Uh yeah, the the alcohol doesn't get touched. He keeps eyeing the the water cooler and any person that kind of walks in. Eventually, you see him kind of finish up 
in his book and then he closes it and kind of just looks around the room for a little bit and you see he's processing and trying to like make a decision okay bartender comes over um did you ever actually tell me your name mm-hmm. oh, i wasn't listening uh mr davis ah mr keeper how are you I don't know who Mr. Keeper is. First name's Barr, last name Tyler. Oh, um, my apologies. <laughs> I didn't realize you also forgot who you... Okay, yes, sorry. I'm well. Are you still interested in a room? Yes, I was actually just trying to decide if I wanted to do that before I left. Because uh, is, there, is there like a library or some sort of uh, place with uh, books around here? There used to be a library, but it burnt down a while back. Oh. Why? Someone else came looking for books a long, long time ago. I just like to read. And uh, hmm. I'm currently out of all the ones I have. Um, I've I've read through them a few times already now. And, uh, well, I was just looking for something else to enjoy the rest of my evening with. Well, we've got a pretty good antiquity store in town. Okay, great. Um, what about any temples or, or religious sort? There's a couple of those. Why? Again, just trying to expand uh, my knowledge. This is the one. Someone was here a couple weeks ago harassing little Timmy, asking about temples and graveyards. Oh. Well, that sounds not... I, I have no interest in, in the dead. Um, I don't... That's honestly kind of scary. Did you report, yeah. did you report them? Do you report I'm not them? A re- I don't know. I'm not a first name re last name porter. Yeah, yep. No, I. Uh, you are a first name bar, last name tender. Right now, correct. Um, I. Yeah, I don't. Okay, look. Um, again, just to be honest with you, I've, I've never been in a city this large, so I all of this is just new, uh, to me. I. Wow. Yeah. So that's amazing. You know, for three gold, I could be first name guy, last name. D- Sorry, what was the last name of that one? D- D- guy. Oh, um, wow, such. Oh, jeez, willing to change everything, uh, just for me. That's great, but I, I don't. <laughs> I, I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be fine. Um, I know my my way around at least to get back to here uh i'll be okay um actually if i just give you the two gold for the room will you just go yeah great um then i i will do that and um you can have this alcohol uh back as well i don't it it uh well. it uh it, i think it's bad i think it, i think it went bad i don't know it just wasn't <clears throat> all right put it back in the bottle then is that normal yeah. Huh. I guess uh, I'll never be a first name bar, last name tender, because I just don't understand the little inter- intricacies of, of all of that. Um, well, here is your uh, your two gold. Uh, thank you for whatever this has been. This has been uh, informative for me. That There's just so many new things to learn in a new city with so many people. I didn't realize uh, that I would be exposed to. Uh, so here you go. Uh, I'm going to go just kind of walk around the city a little bit. And uh, do I get a key or how does any of this work? I've never rented a room before. Um, yeah, I'll give you a key. I'll be right back. 
he locks away, goes behind the bar, grabs a key, comes back to the table, gives it to you. That, that's the transaction. Just don't lose it. There's a fee if you lose the key. Well, I feel like... <laughs> are you a first name rap or first name poet, last name it now? No, that was just an accident. Accidental poet. Okay. Uh, great. Um, well, thank you uh, for this. I am going to go now. Okay. Best of luck avoiding sailors and finding new ones or whatever the hell it is trying to do. Yeah, no, I probably just should have not have been so open with you. <laughs> well, you live and you learn. Okay. Uh, I will see you later, Mr. Tender. And he just... Bye, Squirr. I don't even know what that... What? I'm renaming you. First name Squirr, last name Lee. You know, as someone... I might... I might take you up on, on name changing. That might be something that would help. He grabs the key and just kind of awkwardly shuffles past you and just kind of walks outside <laughs> out, out of the CD tavern. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> Says bartender. Yeah. That was fucking weird. And, Is that and scene? Yes. <laughs> I feel like that was more an episode about bar than it was about your character. It was a lot. I mean, but... <laughs> I think there was, like, again, with Parker, I think there's a lot of just curiosity about him and the way he interacts with people is just exploring them and, like, trying to constantly shift, like, what's being talked about. Also in that, like, bartender's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a lot to the dynamic. And, again, like, I think in with with Parker was again like he does he's naive to the point where he doesn't know like okay what should I tell people what should I not tell people and like again just being like I'm trying to hide from people is not a good way to hide from people <laughs> like and yeah. it it's just again he this is the first time when he's having to try and and blend into a city and just be whatever and so like he's just trying to resort back to what he would probably do as a kid and just fade into the background but like also being super curious and wanting to learn and pick up on all these things like i think that's like the line you kind of have to like walk with i think he's just kind of a curious like introvert that like likes to talk to people when they have something interesting (laughs) to talk about but then like he didn't know like i'm almost kind of imagining i'm sure he's met other half orcs or other people but like (laughs) in himself the the fact that they were someone that would just constantly change who he is (laughs) yes that's uh yeah that's not normal that's not something that he would have ever engaged with before so he was trying to figure that out and just like <laughs> i'm ex- i'm excited to explore half orc land <laughs> we'll see in- i think i think in, i think in the purpose of our like world building it's not like half orc land you say it really fast so it's like half orc land yeah that would you know just you muddle half orc together to make it sound like its own word half land <laughs> a forkland um but what i was gonna say is like when he originally came up he knew that he had been telling people his name was bartender because again he was picking up on everything he was saying and or doing and so he thought he was lying and he can read lips yeah so he thought he was lying the whole time and just kind of and then the more he interacted with bartender he realizes like oh no this guy is literally just a brick (laughs) <laughs> like just there's nothing <laughs> here and so like as, as, lights are on but nobody's home <laughs> yeah and so it was just like one of those things where it's like i've never wow okay interest and so that's where it's against like 
I think the one thing that I would try and do with Parker is again, just be like, he's somebody that knows a little bit more reads into people a little bit more and is like aware of them. And like constantly, I think he is squirrely. I think that is because like he, he feels like he's constantly on the run and that he's constantly like mm-hmm. trying to be aware of things. And he never wants to get into any kind of altercation. He will avoid that at any, at any cost. Cause again, not physically a threat. And he feels yeah. like anytime he doesn't want to use his powers. Yeah, exactly. And anytime he has yeah. his powers, it's been bad. So like, just constantly trying to just go with it. Like, even kind of just, like, air, right? And they're like, oh, just go with the flow. Very- we should have made an air genasi. That, I mean, that, that with his backstory, I mean, eh, no, I think that's kind of, that's too much. I think that's too much. I like I like <laughs> that he's this this human, very just yeah, me boring too. No, just- looking, just overall. But then, like like I said, I, I love that visual of him potentially going from this very, like, I'm over here sketching or keeping to myself, but then there's a call to action. There's something that literally someone needs, like, some kind of help, and he will innately without even really thinking about it jump into it and then afterwards be like oh shit <laughs> damn it yeah <laughs> and then have to figure out okay i gotta go <laughs> like bye um yeah so like i would even say as to kind of wrap this up in this episode zero for this character finding the new group i think he tries to position himself as something else as like a guide as like somebody that can help with this or that. Like, I don't think he tries to position himself as I am the magic user. I'll come in and protect people. Like, no, like he tries to be almost like peasant like, and just normal. And like, yeah, like come up with some kind of skill for him. And maybe that ties into what you think he did in the ship, right? Maybe he was the chef. Maybe he was the navigator. Maybe he was first mate or assistant or whatever, but like, yeah, just be very unassuming. So, yep. I agree. All right, so that's all she wrote. Eh? It is. I think. I think it's about it. And like, you know, at this point, I think it's time to start wrapping it up and um, start working towards the end of the show. Um, <laughs> what would you call this portion, Nathan? Um, nothing specific. I would just no. say that you can reach out to us on our email at rngpcpodcast yep. at gmail dot com. Yep. You, you can email you us can your opinions or any art you yep. might have. Yep. Um, as well as let us know if you use Parker Davis in any way, shape, or form. Um, also, if you're part of our Patreon, you can always um, engage with us on Discord. Mm-hmm. There's tiers to get more involved with that. Mm-hmm. As well as social medias, which we referenced earlier, at yep. RNG underscore PC. As well as these character sheets will be available on our Patreon. Um, so make sure you go there and check out the availability of those if you would like to play yep. Parker Davis. Um, and, yeah, and then also, I mean... You know, this has been a really good just outro of the show, and I feel like I, I feel like I've missed the past. You're few making days. me so, you're making me so fucking nervous. I don't why I don't understand. Like because you're I hate you so we're much. we're working through like it's like I said it's been it feels like it's for me personally. I have not. I feel like I've missed the past few outros, and it's been nice. And and yeah, and so like if people wanted to reach out to us on social media, they we already covered that. When? Not in the outro. Uh, yeah, dude, I just said it. On just social li- media? Are you literally blacking out? Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, am I am I losing time? I hate you so much. I don't know what's We're happening. Gonna, I'm going to finish this up with the last thing we bring up. I don't know what's happening. Nathan. So, why? stop. Stop. Stop it. Why is this happening to me? What is going I'm on? I'm so over your shit. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm simply yes, just trying Fuck to... Up. Wait, who is that? Hello? No, there's, you can't. There's someone else here. No, it's not. What's the last so follow part? Subscribe us on your pref- follow and subscribe us on your preferred. God damn it! You got me all flustered. 
If you listen to us on iTunes, leave us a review like this person, I'm... Puffs Plus Lotion. That sounds... Love the creativity. It's what? great to hear some D&D character ideas that are outside of the normal variant human, tragic backstory, no-depth characters that are prevalent throughout the D&D community. Keep up the good work, guys. Man, there's someone here. Shut up, we're done. Play the music, Lloyd. Fast. Keep rolling and keep... Ah! No, keep rolling and keep playing. Who is that? Oh, oh no, am I late? You've beaten this dead horse. It's it's pudding. This horse is pudding. There's nothing left. I've beaten Jake. That's who. That's what you're yeah. talking about. Wait, the music's playing already. Oh no! Damn it! I've missed it. I hope he cuts all of this and it's wasted energy. That's it. It's over. <laughs> I I love the palpable fear <laughs> that I could just. Be. <laughs>